you love Michigan sports. Red Wings, Lions, Tigers, Pistons, Michigan, Michigan State, and the list goes on. And you love beer. Love beer. Who doesn't? What if we mixed the two together? This is State of My Sports. We'll talk everything Michigan sports, like only we do, and then we'll down our fair share of beer from a local brewery, grading the beer throughout the episode. So pop a cold one on your end, and we'll get busy on ours. This is the State of My Sports. That's right, everyone. This is State of My Sports, and this is episode 117. Today we're going to dig in some Detroit Lions training camp news, along with the Calvin Johnson drama. Um, congratulations to him getting into the NFL Hall of Fame. Um, but I kind of take the Lions side, but we'll get into that. Um, a week after Illich came out and said that they could start spending money in the winter, winter came early, guys. He started go. spending money. Scope got his new deal, and I think that's that's really exciting. We got to get into that and, and just what it means for the the uh, Tigers in general. Um, what else? We, what else we got going here? Something about Miggy's five hundred. Miggy's right? five hundred ball. We're going to talk about what we would do if we caught that ball. It's kind of a, a hot topic in Detroit sports radio, so I thought we'd bring it here. Um, and then for our betting hero segment, we're going to talk about someone who bet big on the Lions. Oof, a lot of money. A lot of money. Bold strategy. A lot of money. We'll see if it, we'll see if it pays off. Um, anyways, uh, we're, for Siciliano's market uh, grades, we're going to uh, grade from Eastern Keel. Um, distillery, some of their bourbon. We'll get into that here shortly. And then we're going to end the episode a little different. We're going to do our, our blind IPA head-to-head challenge. So we got eight IPAs, American IPAs, and we're just going to blindly go head-to-head and see which one ends up on, on, on top. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And we don't You've know. Got I, I got them all in the sealed envelopes here. Um, so as, as the... As they get eliminated, we're going to try to guess who it is and then and re- or reveal it, I guess. We'll reveal it. So, so you got so. me just sipping on beer over here, drinking whiskey, bourbon, and you, you, then we finish with beer? across the street. Don't even, pre- don't even act like you're not going home I sober. I, I didn't <laughs> even bring shoes. Um, before we jump in, you're I wanted to drunk. give a quick <laughs> shout-out to our sponsors that help get, keep this thing rolling and free for our listeners. The uh, Hops Brewing Company and Cafe is the official brewery of State of My Sports. Siciliano's Market helps us pick out our Michigan beer and spirits for each and every episode. Uh, Mac Web Design helps us get our website up and running, and bettinghero.com helps us and our listeners get the best promotions available in the sports betting world. And I think, I mean, now's a good time to start signing up, right? Football right around the corner. Absolutely. That seems like the more, most popular time to bet. So that's. I think I'm going to get back in the betting game here soon with with football. Football season. We'll see. Col- college football. We'll or see. NFL. A little bit of both. I mean, you never know. You never know what's going to happen. I'm yeah, Sam Waltart. With me today, we got Ryan Waltart, Micah Hello. Smith, John Dornboss working behind the scenes. Hello, Micah. You were you were on vacation, like a legitimate vacation. On the weekend. Can you last last week I wasn't here. I had kids' school stuff to do. Oh, okay. You, I th- you, when you said school stuff, I thought you meant like your own school stuff. No. And then my not dad. Yet. My dad told me that. Your school doesn't start for a while, so I was like, I think Micah's lying to me. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. lies. So no I was like, Micah knows that for being a listener last it, week, right? Well, <laughs> I mean, he actually, yeah. Uh, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big listener, yeah. Uh, but how was it? What did you guys do this weekend? Uh, this weekend, we took the kids to 
Milwaukee and Green Bay, and they had part of their training camp was their family night, and I heard a lot of good stuff about it, so I decided to take the weekend, take the family up there, and had a good time. In Green Bay, there's a uh, a small amusement park that okay. you kind of it kind of works like a like a fair or a carnival where you just buy tickets and you use the tickets to ride rides. Oh yeah. So super cheap, right? And I asked Max, I said, hey, do you want to go on the roller coaster? He goes, well, yeah. So it's probably in between Zach Zoomer and Wolverine Wildcat size okay. at Michigan Adventure. Yeah. Um, so we start going up the hill, and I got a video of it. I'll show you later. I actually saw it. My mom oh, you did? It. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> so he's all smiles, you know, happy, going, you know, being pulled up the hill. And I said, put your hands up. He goes, why? I said, just put your hands up. And he goes down the hill, and everything changes. Yeah, dude. Eyes, the face is so smile, you guys see this. no smile anymore. Yeah, I see this video. It's just absolutely incredible. Fe- just pure fear. It's funny. It's <laughs> definitely funny. John, you said you had a golf outing this week. How'd, how'd that go? Uh, it didn't finish well, but I played in a two-day, two-man best ball, so played your own ball the whole weekend. Um, I played pretty decent. My buddy Tony fell apart day two. But Ooh, just throwing Tony under the oh, bus. Oh, throwing first uh, name out there. Hopefully he <laughs> didn't lose a listener because uh, you're calling him out. I think he works nights, so he's not tuning in live right now. He, <laughs> yeah. might, he might hear about it later. Yeah, but, uh, if not, that's on you. He should no, be it, a listener. Man, it was, listener Tony needs to put in a little more work yeah, during the day. It was, yeah. a, it was a long – Sunday was a long, hot day. I don't know. It was super muggy in the morning. We teed off at 930, and then the sun came out. and I, I don't know. I think it just caught up to us. I was plenty, plentiful, plentiful. Uh-huh. Um, Sounded great to me. Yes, adult beverages were going down smooth. <laughs> yeah, afternoon. yeah, that. Yeah, when Tony was falling apart, I was like, "All right, I think I'm just." What do you have What fun. do you drink when you're on the golf course? Ooh, ooh. Do you go pretty like cheap light beer? Yeah, I, I typically I'll, I'll grab some like Bush Light or some Miller Light because yeah. you get a few of them down pretty light. You don't feel heavy over top of the ball while you're swinging. That makes um, sense. But I also had a pint of uh, Jameson with me this weekend, ooh. so uh, that emptied by like whole uh we'll say like seven or eight <laughs> yeah yeah the back wow. nine back nine was a lot of fun so. <laughs> <That> sounds fun <laughs> yeah i was driving so um basically the, so, the golf cart not yeah not on the road yeah but, for yeah. sure we, we knew what you meant we, we do not condone drinking and driving because you'll spill your drink was that a michael scott <laughs> yeah, joke? yeah was, <laughs> um anyways but another thing that happened this this past weekend uh was the well the hall of fame game was on thursday so there's fake football going on that's always exciting um, but then the the Hall of Fame game, obviously the the t- players are getting inducted, and with Calvin Johnson getting in, it was basically just kind of the the talk of the the town. Basically, is what's going on? Are are the Lions and, and Calvin going to to get this thing put back together? So for the people that that don't know, when he retired, uh, I think two years early, maybe from his contract, it might have been one. Doesn't matter. Um, basically, he missed out on one point six million dollars of his signing bonus that he was already paid out. The Lions asked for the money back because if you don't, you don't get the cap relief. The Lions wanted the cap relief, and they asked for the money back, and ever since then it's been a feud. And it hasn't been pretty, and basically just people are taking sides, and I'm sick of it personally. Yeah, but earlier you said you might side with the Lions in this. Yeah, and I I still do. I still really do, honestly. I – I think it's for the cap space, look, I don't think they handled it right, 
But in the moment, like th- that's valuable cap space. I don't know what they spent it on. No, so ca- the cap space was Calvin Johnson doing them a solid, saying, "I'm going to give this money back so you can work with your cap a little bit, knowing that this is going to return to him in a different different way." Mm. Right. Well, that's what we thought. But then what what happened this past week was was Dave Burkett Burkett from the uh, Detroit Free Press came out and said that the Lions offered uh, to pay back Johnson uh, 1.6 million by paying him 500 thousand dollars a year for three years in exchange for Johnson doing 28 hours a year of work. Basically just being, walk him out, wave to the crowd, yeah. maybe do a YouTube video yeah, or man, something like that. Come on, uh, stay in my sports podcast or something like that. I don't know what the terms were exactly. Um, plus, <laughs> he would get a $100,000 donation to his charity. So, like, every every person that I think sided with Calvin Johnson to begin with, I feel like they just got the rug pulled out from under them because that offers pretty dang good. No, I disagree. What I do you, disagree. What, what do you want them to That's do? That's not the why. Why are there terms? Why right. is this over a three-year period? It should not be. I completely side with Calvin. They paid him a signing bonus. It had nothing to do with the with the structure of the contract or over a certain number of years. They paid him a signing contract, a signing bonus. He paid it back to to work under the cap. No, the Lions asked for it back. Yes, he didn't and, he offer it. It. and he well, gave he it. Well, he has to legally. He would legally have to do that. If they ask for because it Because he didn't fulfill his contract. No, the signing bonus is different than the, the well, contract. N- well, no, it's it's kind of not the way NFL contracts work. They structured the signing bonus to be over a certain number of years. Which yeah, which well, was guaranteed at the signing. But 1.6 of it was I, going to I be I side with Calvin. I think, I think really? that, Yeah, I think it's ridiculous. You don't just... This is, this is the best... The second best player in, in franchise history. franchise history behind Barry Sanders mm-hmm. and the youngest uh, the younger side of Barry Sanders. He he's not like he doesn't have a crazy personality or he's not like a, a a magnet you know on the TV screen or anything like that. So I'm not saying he he would do wonders for them. But if you have a Hall of Famer cal- Hall of Fame caliber player in your franchise, especially a franchise like the Lions where they just don't have the kind of talent yeah. that a lot of other franchises have. You bring him in and showcase him anytime you can. Plus, the dude lives in Detroit. Like he lives in Michigan. He he calls this his home because of the the what the fans have done for him. And like he fell in love with the city, with the state. And you're not going to take advantage of that kind of a relationship. That's unbelievable. Just pay. They make so much money. One point six million. That means nothing to this franchise long term. That that is part of the reason I would side with Calvin. And the other reason is why why why. Why do they have to treat it as, hey, here you go, here here's the money that you get, okay, over three years, but we're gonna put this little tiny leash on you. Now you're like, I mean, that's kind yeah, of what all of these organizations do with no. their their studs, though. Yeah, if they, they want to do that later on, then good for him for making some money for a little day's work. But again, this goes back to the signing bonus that was guaranteed on the signing day. He signed. That's that's all it comes down to in my mind. I I think it's ridiculous that the Lions want to abuse that relationship or not even just just give him what the man wants, you know? Like so he you did would, them you a solid, give go up, give him a solid. Would you give one point six million dollars of this year's cap just to get it all done and over with? I guarantee you this was a verbal agreement back and forth where they why would he give up that money? They wanted it they wanted more team uh flexibility. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. He's not just gonna give that back the money. They they I guarantee you they they got back the money and then they said no, we're not gonna give it back to you. Yeah. There was some sort of agreement that they're not holding their end of the bargain. John, what do you think about this? It comes down to the Ford family. You can afford one point six million dollars and just pay him a you know pay him in one lump sum and you know thanks Calvin go on your way. 
and get back into the marijuana and CBD business that he's in now. Yeah, dude. I, mean, like, <laughs> I, I love the little he, shout out he gave to his own business. Oh, in that speech? Yeah, I mean. Uh, I look at it as he didn't fulfill his end of the, the contract he signed and they had an opportunity to take the money. Look, in a 2020 vision, yeah, you definitely should have just let it go and be done and over with. But at this point, I think Calvin Johnson's being a real baby about it too. But he's sticking to his guns, man. <laughs> Name one other organization where this is going on. Yeah, it really, there's really not. Many. It doesn't. It doesn't happen. You know. If, oh, too. sorry. Go for it. No, go for it. No. We're, <laughs> you know, if it was like the New New England Patriots or somebody, a winning organization. But come on, man. He was there for the bottom of the bottom, the zero and sixteen. Um, yeah. Yeah, he but still he, played. So if I sign a contract, to, what to, are you supposed to do? His body. He talked. He said that for the fans, he he could have retired. But that's not true. His second though. year. That's not true though, because he also said if he could have got the chance to be traded, he would have played longer. So he's talking out of both sides of his mouth. So if it's it, yeah, a little bit. If it was health, then it's health and be done with it. But he also said that he would have liked to be traded like Stafford. So, I mean, <laughs> he's kind of talking out of both sides of his mouth, and I don't like that to begin with. So. It is time to introduce our Michigan beers for this yeah, episode, but. but before we do, I want to remind everyone of our partner, Sicily Annals Market. They are simply the best beer store in West Michigan, located on Lake Michigan Drive, right between Grand Valley State University's main campus and downtown Grand Rapids. Wherever you live in West Michigan, it is worth the short drive for what they have to offer. Whether you know what you want or need some help from their expert staff, Sicily Annals Market is the best place for that. They not only have a massive and up-to-date inventory of the best craft beers from across our great nation, they are individually priced so you can mix and match to build your own six-pack. They obviously have a great selection of craft beer. They also have specialty wines, spirits, ciders, coffee, tea, tobacco, and cigars. Siciliano's Market also has the largest selection of homebrew and winemaking supplies in West Michigan. We love that Siciliano's Market is part of the State of My Sports family, and it is who we visit to help us choose our Michigan beers for each and every episode. So please check them out and let them know that we sent you. I guarantee if the Lions would have invested <laughs> a little bit more in his CBD business too, dude would it would have taken off. They would have made more money on top of that. Uh, you're, you're probably right, <laughs> Mike. Did we did we end up getting a tag of, of them in our in our live video? Did that work or no? We sure did. Yeah, awesome. Yep. Thanks for doing that. Um, so what we are drinking? We're not drinking uh, beer yet. So it's been a little different of an episode. What we decided to do was um, drink some some bourbon whiskey from Eastern Keel Distillery, which is in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Do you remember their old name by any chance? Gray skies. Gray skies. That's right. Um, yeah, and it's here in Grand Rapids, and we decided that we just drink. What would you call it, John? It's you uh, say beer, or did I say beer? probably? It's a, it's a bourbon. Bourbon, but it, how are we drinking it? You called it something. Oh, this is just like on the rocks. On the yeah. rocks, chilled, but you said it was neat. Chilled. Is neat? No, the neat, right? neat is when you have just bourbon and a glass warm oh, room temperature really? bourbon. Oh, really? I don't yeah. think I could do that. The ice really made a big difference for me. It Sam's not depends on the flavor, man. It definitely, it definitely depends <laughs> on the bottle that you're sipping out of. You can yeah. spend, you can spend a good uh, chunk of change on something that you can sip real smooth yeah. at ninety percent. Are you, are you a b- big bourbon guy? I have gotten more into it mostly because I've gotten away from like Jack Daniels. Uh, you know, just a long past drinking up. a lot of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, growing but up. you get into some like Woodford Woodford Reserve Ooh, is probably my mm. favorite. You're spending a little money, but it's a good pour and uh, it takes that. You to that's a, good, uh, neat. Yes, very good. Yeah. Also good with one solid ice cube in the middle, big one. Micah, you, you're a big bourbon guy, right? I'm definitely getting into it. Yeah, you big like time. you like to have like the the bourbon in the um, uh, cigars, right? Ooh. Yep. Yep. What kind of cigars do you like to smoke? Uh, favorite right now are probably Rocky Patel Platinums. They they just taste good. They're smooth. 
and they're actually always on a special at Wild Bills. Okay. So that's what I Future usually sponsor. end up with. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they're, it, it's a good combo between that and Elijah Craig. I, I drink Elijah Craig Elijah a lot. Craig? Ooh, that's a yep. good you ever done uh, Angel's Envy? I haven't done Angel's Envy yet. Dude, I'm telling you, it is so easy to drink. Really? So good, yeah. And, it, and if you're into old fashions, it, it, the rye, the Angel's Envy rye is yeah. like, yeah, the best. Does I not get, compare. So we, I, Even better than Woodford. Like I, anything I, Woodford puts ooh. together. I talked about making old fashions. Old fashioned. I spelled it wrong. Old fashioned. Right? Isn't that how you right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Um, but I don't know, have anything to make it. But I feel like the sweetness, like somebody told me that, uh, so listener Justin, I don't know if he's a listener, but my friend Justin, hopefully he's a listener. Um, congratulations on your wedding next week, by the way. I'll be there. I'm excited for that. Um, I feel like he said he puts a sugar cube in it. Yeah. And I feel like that would make a huge difference for something like a little sweeter would, would, I would really like. So normally what you do, normally what you do is you like soak the, um, the sugar cube in the bitters and water and then it creates like a little slurry and then you add that to your, to the bourbon and that, and then you add a little like orange peel or something citrus flavored and and you, you have your old fashioned. Also a cherry chip smoked bourbon is so good. How do you do something like that? You basically cover the glass in a large glass, and you infuse it with chips and a smoker from the top, and you just let it sit there, and it smokes the actual bourbon. Okay. You can get you can get a uh, a smoked bourbon from what's the place in Amway? Uh, well, the the ice bar that was upstairs. Nope, nope. Oh, really uh, small. The lumber baron. Lumber baron. The baron. Yes. Yeah. So good. Nice. Uh, before we get into the, the main topic for episode 117, I want to remind everyone that the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe is open and pouring some of the best craft beer in West Michigan. Their revamped food menu, rotating taps, wine, and ciders make the hops perfect for whatever you have going on, from dinner with the family, late night drinks with friends, and everything in between. The Hops is becoming a staple in the West Michigan restaurant community that we highly recommend to our friends and listeners. Uh, they recently sent out a, a coupon in Valpac in West Michigan that was uh, you buy a $12 meal, you get a beer for a nickel. You can't beat that deal. Um, but if you couldn't come up, come up upon that coupon, uh, use State of My Sports. Say what? I don't know. <laughs> tell them, tell them State of My Sports sent you. You'll there get you a go. nice little discount Coupon. off your first beer. They're the official brewery of State of My Sports in 2021. So please check them out and let them know that Dude, we sent awesome. you. Um, got some Detroit Lions talk, right? Did we, did More. We, yeah. So we're, so we went from the Calvin Johnson stuff. So yeah, I love it. What we're going to do is talk a little bit about what's going on in training camp, jump into some Dan Campbell uh, comments. And then some roster projections that they came out with a depth chart today that there's some stuff that I thought was interesting. So we'll just kind of talk a little bit about them, uh, move through it here pretty quick. But I mean, shout out to Jim Costa, though. Yes. Good. So, friend of the show, he came on one time. Uh, yeah. Lo- tell me about this. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Mike, can you he tell us? He is going bit? to be the Lions studio host this year. He's joining Dan Miller, Lomas Brown, and TJ Lang what? for game days. Dude, dude, dude yeah. Drew, Drew called it, man. Yeah. Drew's like he's a he's a star in the making, and and he just like nobody hasn't nobody's figured it out yet, but he's right there. He's good yeah. enough. No, good for him. Congratulations, Jim. Um, that's that's freaking awesome. I love listening to the radio, like the, the Lions games on the radio. Oh, Lomas is a gem. You like Lomas? Yes. I have a hard time with Lomas. I do too, man. I like Lomas. You right, man. You do? See, I have a hard time understanding his voice is so so deep. 
I cannot understand oh, half he, the stuff he, he pronounces said. his words very long, like elongated speech. He yeah. only says like ten words, but it takes thirty five <laughs> seconds for it to come he out. Fills up, yeah. He fills up the whole gap yeah. between plays. But the who's the Dan Miller, right? Dan Miller. I, I yeah. love me oh, some Dan, Dan Miller. Dan He's is good. he is also great. I think Lions or just Detroit guy. sports in general have some of the best radio voices. Radio and yeah, broadcasting. Like I don't know who does the, the so business good. games. Um, oh, he's he's a long time. I'm oh, not no, a fan no. of him. He's the one that I'm not a fan of. Oh, you're right. But I also have a hard time listening to basketball in general. So, yeah, who is their who is their radio guy for the Pistons? I don't I don't actually I never listen to the basketball on the radio. Yeah, that's, that's the one that's sport. That's a really just, tough sport. But Ken Cal does an amazing job. Nobody beats Dan Dickerson. Dan, Dan Dickerson, Dickerson is the best of all time. Yeah. So I wish I could like he's a national treasure. Yeah, time it right so I could have the radio call. Nothing against Shep on the, on TV, but like. It, Dan, Dan Dickerson's the best. Yeah, he stands alone. Um, but what were we talking about? How do we, how do we get on that? Oh, Jim Costa. Jim. Yeah, good for Jim on that Jim. one. Um, yeah, some stuff. Him, man. Some stuff that's happening at training camp. Um, basically, in the last weekend, uh, they had a Friday practice to put the pads back on, and they were doing some one-on-one drills. And, and basically, like they're starting to see it, you know, with with some of these guys. And there was just a few things that I read on on the athletic that I thought were were interesting. Um, the most head-turning pass rusher. Um, Friday belonged to second-year edge prospect Julian Aquara. I think that is great to hear. So he's back, actually the backup right now to Romeo Aquara. Yeah, is what what the depth chart says that we'll get into soon. But I mean, like that is music to my ears. He obviously had a rough year last year with his injuries. He was fighting that. Um, but I, that would be awesome to find if this guy can really, um, you know, turn into half of what his brother is. It'd be, he'd be a solid backup in this league. Yeah, I mean, it took Romeo a few years, too, and, and that's a really common thing on the defensive line, right? Because you, you learn the strength, the speed that, that the game is played at the NFL level compared to college, and these guys are still developing their man strength. Like yeah. I, The second time I said man strength tonight, but... Like, <laughs> when did you say it the first time? Yeah, it was before the show started. But. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, little boy strength. <laughs> <laughs> just waiting for that man strength. No, but I, yeah, it, it's a great sign. If we can get him, like that just makes our defensive line so much deeper. It'd be a great sign. Yeah. Uh, another note that they had was there's no not a more entertaining player in camp right now than Amon, Saint, Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, and there's not been a better matchup than St. Brown against Jeff Akuda. Detroit's rookie receiver also had the scrap um, with Fatu Malifana. Malifana. Let's just call him Iffy. Crushed it. Um, Iffy. Of course. Uh, but his back and forth with Akuda, the number three overall pick last year, um, definitely has been that iron sharpens iron uh, potential to make both guys better. Yeah. Wh- where did you hear this? Did, did you uh, read a report or something yeah. or hear something on the, on a uh, broadcast? No, I actually pulled this from The Athletic. Okay. Um, and, I mean, I love hearing that. So I've I've heard uh, from probably three or four different sources on, on YouTube because that, that's where I go to for my Lions news. Uh, and they, they're saying the same thing. They're saying Okuda looks confident. He looks fast. He looks physical. And, and he's – Really, he's playing the number one cornerback position right now, it, which is great to hear. Yeah, and and he he's looking really good. But then Amon Ross St. Brown is scrappy, and he seems to be everything that a Dan Campbell wide receiver should be. Yeah, and just that attitude, that edge, and and biting kneecaps and everything else that he wants them to do. Like he seems to be that guy to a T. And I love that. And I mean, I think we talked about him as like a. A mix between Golden Tate and Marvin Jones. Yeah, I think when he was first drafted, we when we dug into who he was and all that stuff. Route runner. Like that's who I kind of came up with, and yep. I was like, "That's who it reminds me of." And 
it seems like the scrappiness is a little bit more than I, I originally thought. You know, you know who actually he reminds me of because of the blocking, because of the toughness and blocking is um, what's his name from the Steelers back in Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward, yeah, yeah. Like oh, yeah. that kind of a toughness to him too, like just scrappiness that translates throughout the team. Like I heard one person compare him to Heinz Ward, and that just like. Ever since, it's just ever kinda, since, yeah, yeah, I've thought about that. I'm like, you know, like I hated that dude, but because he was that guy that just annoyed me at every turn. Like he was the one blocking three people on one play and got the team like all hyped and everything. And, and on the other side of it, I couldn't stand it. Doing what he should be doing. Absolutely, yeah. Well-rounded players. So then they had a team scrimmage on Saturday. Uh, they said Jared Goff. Uh, basically, he, he he looked good. They said nothing overly flashy, flashy or jaw dropping. Um, but Goff was very consistent, most important. Uh, he played without hesitation. He was 12 of 14 for 121 yards and three touchdowns during the first team work, uh, mostly against the second team defense and without three of his top pass catchers. Uh, Goff's first two completions Saturday went to his top target, TJ Hawkinson. Uh, the first was a play action throw uh, to the flat, which I think is exciting. That's that's where he's going to live, I feel like, is in play action. And they don't have the running backs right now. They're, they're kind of out. Um, but I feel like that's really important, and uh, yeah, it's against your own team, and it's against the second team. But it, it's, it's exactly it. what we're kind of pre- like. We want to hear that, right, Ryan? Like that's exactly what if he if this is gonna work with with Goff, that's where he's gonna be living. Yeah, yeah, he's got to live to those safety net type of pass catchers. Hawkinson would be your number one option in that scenario, right? Hawkinson and Swift and and those smaller guys like I'm on Ross St. Brown. So yep. if you can establish that as a safety net, then, yeah, throw it over the top when you can, but let's live in his comfort zone. Yeah, so Hawkinson ended up getting a touchdown as well. Uh, later during a two-minute drive uh, to close the day, Goff targeted Hawkinson on four of eight attempts. Uh, they connected on three for 33 yards and a touchdown. So, um Another another thing here, real quick, that Fells said on Hawkinson. He said, in my mind, he's one of the top tight ends in the NFL. He can make plays when called upon. Great blocker as well. Um, when he's next to me, there's no weakness. I've been places where you don't know uh, what you're going to get. And with Hawkinson, you know that you're going to – you know what you're going to get, basically. Yeah. And and Darren Fells obviously been around the NFL. He's been – Featured tight end in his in his career, he's also been behind some pretty darn good tight ends as well. It look nobody's going to talk bad about their teammates. It's just stuff that I think is is interesting. And well, they don't have to hype him up either. What what do you mean by that exactly? I mean they could just be silent. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? I, I mean, mean I I what I see from Hawkinson is the difference in his body type from his rookie year to where he is right now. Like he has gained so much strength. Yeah. Like he, those they, pictures. They had like pictures back, like side by side. I wish I would have thought to put yeah. that on there because it is night and day. He went from he's jacked. Like he almost looks bigger and stronger than George Kittle, in my opinion. Yeah, he does. Like George Kittle has a little more slenderness to him. Is that little, the right word? A little tall and lanky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Hawkinson used to have that same feel, but man, he just bulked up. It seems like this off season. Now, yeah. it, what it, does that do to a full game? Time will tell, but yeah. And I think, I think that, um, changes people's perspective on him too. Cause I've already heard a few people say like, he doesn't have game breaking speed, but he's going to be that pass catcher, uh, consistent pass catcher. Well, his rookie year, he did show flashes of good enough game breaking speed, at the at the tight end position yeah. to be a difference maker and have long catches, you know, like a, like a Gronkowski. He doesn't need to be the fastest guy in the field, but if you can get those strides and like hit him in in stride, 
like we we hope Goff can do. Like yeah. he can make those plays down the field and make a big difference in the game. Yeah, just don't float one to him on the sideline and let him get a concussion like he did with Matt Stafford <laughs> <Yeah>. year one. <laughs> you know, it was so just true. like just lobbed one up there for him and for a tight end, like oh ball, 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 ball. You know, <laughs> like his eyes were probably lit up and he was ready to just catch the ball and then he caught more than that. But sure did. Yeah, I I think Hawkinson is going to have a big big season. Pro Bowl. I yeah. Well, he was. I think he won. He was in the Pro Bowl last year, right? Yeah. But right. I feel like he. And honestly, we talked about it. what did he get like top four in in Pro Football Focus's kind of grading or preview, basically. Like he probably won't jump higher. But that's a big jump from where he was unranked to where he is now. Yeah, and he's I, starting to get attention. So there's a difference between Pro Bowl and All Pro. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a good point. And so I would expect him to make the Pro Bowl to All Pro jump this year. And, and he should have the options. And, and you know what? I think fans need to keep in perspective what that means over the course of a year. Because if, if you say, like, nothing flashy, you know, five catches for 77 yards over the course of a season, that that turns into an amazing season. That's mm-hmm. Those are great numbers. For one game, it doesn't always feel like the biggest difference maker. So let's not jump to conclusions too early. It always makes me nervous when a guy doesn't get 120 yards per yeah. game it's like nobody gets 120 yards per game but i feel like with the wide receivers that the, that will be put on the field and the way that this offense is going to run he will have those yeah 100 and like when the right matchups happening they will take advantage of it absolutely and he's good I enough love to, to take advantage it. you know so i think he will have a couple games where he hits you know 130 150 yards um 12 catches type thing like that that's a very big possibility with the way that this we think this offense is going to run um real quick before we get into some depth chart dan campbell uh he addressed the fans at the the i think it was kind of like the same thing that micah went to for the packers like the family day that they have at at ford field and he got on the the mic i tried to pull the the um the audio the audio but it was absolutely garbage because it was like on the Twitter and somebody's iPhone or whatever, so it wasn't wasn't it worth doing that. Um, but this is basically what he said, and I thought it was interesting. He said, look, here's my message to you fans. It is, it's this. I want you to envision right now. I feel like I'm reading a can. Ryan, can, do you want to pick it up? Because I, I probably shouldn't read this. I'm not going to do very well. Yeah, I can do this. So, um, and I want look, you to do it in your best Dan Campbell <clears throat> hype excitement oh, I don't, voice. No, I'm just kidding. You don't have to do that. That's wow. too much pressure. That's a hard right? I can't wait to hey, hear I, this. I, I, I can take it from there. <laughs> that's like yeah (laughs) that's one impression i'm not gonna do because he would just destroy me at that i think he's one of a kind honestly i don't think anybody could yeah i agree with you i don't have that much passion in my life i think you're right about that all right right, here's here's a quote here we go look here's my message to you fans it's this i want you to envision right now that we're all in the backyard because ford field is in the backyard and we've got our fire pit in the backyard, and so we've got our beer, we've got our hot dogs, we've got our wine. The kids have marshmallows ready to go. All right, let me tell you something. We're going to bring the firewood, and we're going to light the fire. But you guys know that at some point it gets late in the night, man, and you really know what you see, uh, You and you really want to see the show and see how high you can get during this thing. Oh, man, it's I, t- I thought it's I had tough something. It's tough this read. is the hard part right here. And, and you really want to see the show and see how high you can get this thing to burn. So you'll douse it with gasoline, and that's what you need to do. That like I just loved it. it and it was obviously you get fired up when you hear him saying it. And again, just, this stuff's going to get very yeah, old like quickly Frank, man, if one they away. don't win. Sam said fired up. But, fired man, up, dude. Like, I, 
I'm I'm loving what this Dude, guy's he, doing. He is so he, he brings it. so much energy. Mm-hmm. I just think with the young group of guys that, that we have on this team, like I don't care if it works out or not. Like this is the right mentality. This is the right personality to bring in with these guys. Mm. Uh, re- sorry, go ahead. I'd rather listen to a losing Dan Campbell than a losing Jim Schwartz. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, that, yep. that little guy behind the table, you know? <laughs> no a, kidding, man. That's a great point. Dan Campbell will kick anybody's butt that or talks Ma- bad Matt about Matt Patricia him, you know? in general. Yeah. I could see him throwing a chair if they start 0-7 or something, you know, Bobby I, Knight. I'd rather go 0-16 with Campbell than just look at what's his name. Jim Schwartz? No, Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia. Oh, Matt Patricia. 0-17. Yeah. He actually came out today and, and – praised bob coin and matt patricia and he said that these he, they brought in some really good guys like these guys what was the word he, oh, i wish i had it, it was like that he didn't bring in or they didn't bring in any wussies or something something like that like i don't know it was just funny um but we do have a quick uh comment that kind of came through from our um beer introductions listener carrie is drinking holiday road from lost art brew house yeah, can't can't go wrong with some lost star. We were there good what, beer. three weeks Holiday ago. Holiday Road, two two or three weeks. Ooh, ago. dude, that's a good one. That is a good beer. The piney, very very good beer. So, uh, fifty three man roster projection piney. slash depth chart. So I was going to talk more about the projections, but then the Lions came out today and kind of posted, um, you know their their initial depth chart. Look, that's exciting. It's, it's early. These depth charts don't really mean anything, but it's still something to talk about, right? <laughs> Lions fans <laughs> like talking about this stuff, so well, yeah, it's I'll some talk about it. tangible so info. Otherwise, yeah. they wouldn't have come out with it. Yep. So, so let's go talk about this real quick. I, I don't want to go through through all of the names, but um, Brian, are there any names on the offensive side of the ball that are there or aren't there that that kind of stand out to you? I, I know I have one. Well, but I mean, Hawkinson's one that immediately jumps out, right? Well, he's obviously tight end. Oh, you got two tight ends then. Yeah, they. So Darren Fells two is on different, there too. Yeah, yep, exactly. Sorry, my that, eyes that went me, right that, to Darren Fells. That threw me off at first too. Um, the one, one I mean, thing I'm on right. Really, St. Brown is not yeah. out there, but but that doesn't that doesn't really surprise me. Because I, I I think he's gonna he's gonna earn his spot eventually, and they're they some of these guys like Quintez Cephas. As much as I want him to work out. You know, I, I hope he does work out, but I think a guy like Amandre St. Brown just has more upside to him. Um, and then Khalif Raymond, man, I've heard a lot of good stuff about Khalif Raymond. Yeah. Wide receiver. I, I've heard that like he is one of those shifty type of wide receivers you cannot stay in front of. So the four, he is lightning quick. So the four wide receivers that they have listed here is Terrell Williams, Quintez Cephas, Brashard Perryman, Tyrell. and then Khal- or what's what did I say? Tyrell Williams. Tyrell, Tyrell. sorry. Um Rashard Perryman and Khalif Raymond. Honestly, that was the first time I read that name. What do you like about him? Khalif Raymond? Yeah. So he's a he's a return specialist. Okay. He's always just been a kick returner, punt returner, but he has blazing speed. And not only that, I think what's surprising is he's showing people how shifty he is and how difficult he is to stay in front of. He's like one of those like video game type guys where maybe he's he's not gonna you just hope that he makes like three or four big plays a game. And he'll make a big difference. Okay. Um, really, the, I think the the most questionable things for me that are the most interesting one was, was on, on the defensive side of the ball. Um, first was Ali McNeil is is basically slotted in the number one. So what was he the he was a draft pick this year, right? Was he the second round or third round pick? You guys, Ali McNeil was yeah. the third round pick. Third round pick, and they actually put him ahead of John Penicini. Penicini. Pen- I thought that was interesting. Um, that he is. I've heard good things. They're, they've talked about him quite a bit. Um, but the fact that they kind of slotted him there to be the number one guy, I, I think is interesting. And, and 
nice to see, right? A guy coming in and taking that type of uh, jump right away is, is really, really exciting, I guess. Yeah, and, and I, I love the fact that Penasini is is the backup because, man, he's solid. He is a beast, and I, I think yeah. he's way underrated for this team. Um, he's another guy that from the YouTubers that I've heard from, they they say he stands out because of how much how uh, tough he is and how much uh, he actually moves forward. Like he, he's not he's not gonna put on any like pass rush moves, but he just causes havoc in the backfield. Okay, so basically, but what what we're looking at here is you got your your DEs, you got. Two, two sections there, obviously. You have your nose tackle, and then you go right to outside linebackers, which they have Trey Flowers as an outside linebacker, Romeo Aquara as an outside linebacker. Then you have Julian Aquara as, as Romeo's backup and Charles Harris as, as Trey Flowers' uh, backup as well. I, am I overthinking the fact that they're playing linebacker position? I, again, I when I look at defense, I, I don't see it the way most football players people do I, I never played the game I, I don't study it that that much in depth so are they going to run a three what is it a three they're running five? a three four base defense okay yes they've they've confirmed that okay now a three four can look uh several different ways yes it can, yeah. it can look like a four three i mean really right it depends on how they line up yeah but i mean yeah on paper Three four. Yeah. So you look at the Ali McNeil. So for nose tackle, you have Ali McNeil and John Penasini, and then for defensive end on one of the sides, you have Nick Williams and Jay Sean Cornell. Those positions are basically going to be one position, depending on the formation that they're gonna they're gonna try to go for. Whether that's a early rundown or it's going to be a pass rush. Okay. <clears throat> so your Ali McNeil would be more your pass rush in this scenario. Uh, Nick Williams, Jay Sean Cornell will be your your run stuffer. And what do you think about the the linebacking situation there? So what we're looking at is the inside linebackers. You got Alex Anzalone, um, Jamie Collins, Anzalone, Anzalone, um, Jamie Collins um, as your two inside linebackers as the starting position um, with Jelani Tavai um, back one, as one of the backups here. Yeah. Um, Derek Barnes not even on there. Should that be concerning? No, he's been injured in camp, okay. so that that's not surprising at all at this point. And he again, he has to like he has to earn it being a rookie. I think I think they expect really good things from him. They like the way he plays, but you know you got some experienced guys in front of him right now. He's got to earn his job. And, and at the linebacking position, I mean he he'll get a chance. People will, will go down with injuries at some point. I think Jelani Tavai is one that um, it doesn't surprise me that he's not listed as a starter right now, but he could easily get starters. Uh, reps depending on how he plays and he's lost a lot of weight from last year to this year he was like playing at last year's playing weight was like 275 pounds for Jelani Tavai which is absolutely nuts so he's down to like 245 okay which is way more of that like tough inside linebacker that goes and challenges blockers so what I I hope to see a little more agile Jelani Tavai this year yeah do you think that this type of defense will be better for him yeah, I do. Yeah, you should be a you should be able to play. Um, a big part of the the inside linebacker with this defense is to play the two gap. So when you go and make you make initial contact, and you're not committing to one side or the other, you're you're saying you're making the uh, running back or wide receiver most of the time we're running back choose a side of the blocker that he's going to go on, and you should be strong enough to shed the block on either side. So that's a two gap defense. Uh, that is the inside linebacker's uh, job in this type of defense, a 3-4. 
All right, and then a couple more things that I noticed was uh, Iffy, not on there. He was the cornerback that we drafted, right? Um, not even in the, uh, not even slotted as a backup. And I, I, I put Mike Ford question mark. I thought we saw enough of him last year. I, am I wrong that Iffy should be should be ahead of him at this point, or, or, or is this a, obviously? I don't want to overreact. Not going to overreact with something like this, but I'd like to see a, that high of a draft pick jump over a guy that we saw can't really play very well in this league. I mean, Mike Ford will, will be Mike Ford. We we know what he is at this point. So at some point, if he's going to get his shot and he's going to need to take advantage of it, you know, yeah. that, I think it comes down to that. He's smart. The coaching staff is smart to not just throw rookies in yeah. wherever they belong. You're not just going to turn the keys over to a rookie and say, now you're the, you're the best player in this. Like, no, you go out there and earn it. Yeah. Like, you got to strive for something. So I, I agree with that, but then you got McNeil kind of given that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, obviously, yeah. it's a different position. You're playing the you're, you're playing mind, the mind games. games. You're playing yeah. with mind games with Pinisini. You're playing mind games with Ford. You're playing mind games with the rookie. All I get all that, but it's just I don't know. Um, and then Levi Unwuzerike, not not listed in, in as even a backup at this point. Yep. Any thoughts on that one? Um, yeah, I don't think this means a lot. I no. think this is these are just names on paper. Right. So uh, guys like Deshaun Hand, we'd love to see Deshaun Hand play. He hasn't played in forever, you know. Like I don't, I don't know how much he he's really going to be healthy. Jay Sean Cornell, yeah, he already got has, hurt actually. Yeah, he hasn't been healthy the last two years either. Yeah. So the odds of these guys, Charles Harris, I mean, the, the odds of these guys sticking around long term, we don't we don't know. We don't care either. We just need these guys to be good enough. The rookies are going to get their shot. That, that, that's what I'm saying. I think Will Harris is an interesting starter at safety. Um, I really hope so. He's he's really athletic. He just I makes like dumb moves. Yeah. Like he just – he doesn't – he's never in the right place at the right time. He's the opposite of that safety that is is really effective. Micah, did you need a, a refill here? In a little bit. Yeah? All right. Yeah. You let me know. You let me know. Um. So preseason game number one is Friday. I mean, this is the this is it's it's here. It's fake football. Quentin Dunbar, by the way, not a bad backup for cornerback, right? Yeah, behind Gokuda. Yeah, I mean, I I like the way that this this these cornerbacks are 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 laying out here. I really do. I love the prospect of Okuda and what we're hearing, and I really like what Amani Awarie did. And I really think addition by subtraction with his coaching staff. This is a very corner secondary based yeah. coaching staff. And I think that's going to be very good for guys like Akuda and Warrior, who have been proven to be good corners, um, obviously in college, and it's a different world in the, in the NFL. But um, should translate as as they start getting their feet wet in this league, and it's a tough t- tough position to come in right away and, and um, contend at. But uh, like I said, preseason game number one is Friday. Um, Campbell came out and said that the starters are going to play one quarter. Now go back to our favorite secondary team that we're going to talk about pretty much all year, whether we want to or not, the Rams, Sean McVay, he said, he came out this weekend and said, there is no way Stafford is going to play a single snap in the preseason. So obviously you got coaches, they, they handle it completely differently. Uh, how, what do you think about the Lions wanting to play? I guess, Mike, I mean, do you know what the Packers do? Like, is it different from year to year? Like, what, what are you thinking? I know this year they're specifically keeping Rodgers out like full on yeah so they're they're keeping him out of play letting the backups play um I, I don't know what the story is for the rest of the starters but i i don't have any problem with teams playing their starters for a quarter a half 
heck to the new. Yeah. Okay. Um, maybe even one drive. Maybe even put it in for first initial drive and let your secondary guys just duke it out. Yeah. So, yeah. Ryan, what, what do you think about it? Are you okay with them playing? I think quarterbacks are one of those positions where they don't necessarily need to play because they probably get game speed somewhat in practice. Yeah. And if you're going up against a bunch of third stringers, like what 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 is this really? Yeah. Um. So maybe it depends on the quarterback in my mind. If if golf wants to go out there and get his timing before the season starts and let him get his timing, uh, they should be smart enough to get rid of the ball and not take a sack or a big hit at, at all. So uh, there's not a ton of risk for quarterbacks, but I think positions like the defensive line. Uh, linebackers, offensive linemen, yes. Go yeah. out there, get your hits, get in. Hitting in games is different. So go, go get used to that a little bit. It doesn't mean you have to play a full game, Yeah. but go go get the experience. Let your body uh, get used to that again a little bit, and then, yeah, get ready for the season. Yeah, I, I kind of go back and forth. Like this time last year, I'd be like, don't play Stafford. Don't you dare play Stafford. Don't play – uh, Galladay, don't play Marvin Jones. Like, don't ruin the season before it starts. That's how I always look at it. If I have hope, I don't have much hope for this team. I'm, I'm, I'm still not too high on them. I'm sure I will. Give me three weeks, and I'll be right there, um, saying, "Well, they have a chance." I don't believe you. He you, probably he probably used some of the state of my sports funding to buy a golf jersey, right? Let's be real, right? Still in the mail. They didn't think they would have to make these. They probably had to stitch it for you. I actually heard that golf's jersey is like. Number, I think it's forty nine in, in NFL. No, I think it's right higher now. than that. Is it? No? I think it cracked top thirty. Really? Didn't it? Did it really? Or was it maybe twenty nine? Maybe that's what yeah, I, maybe. I knew. It was like, yeah, I think you're right. I think it was twenty nine. Good for that yeah. guy. Which or I'm like, oh, geez. the Lions. <laughs> People are higher. Yeah. Than oh, yeah. But for me, like, I don't care. Like right now, I I don't care if Goff went out and got hurt. Yeah, it would kind of suck the excitement out of the 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 what ifs. But I'd be like. They're probably not going to win. It's going to be a pretty, like, I, you know what I mean? Like half of half of my, half of what hurts me throughout a line season is I have that hope. You know what I mean? Like I can sit and watch a team if I have no hope, and I'll be like, okay, I'm I'm watching like different things. I'm not watching to win. I'm just watching because I enjoy this team and I want to see a warrior get better or a Cuda get better or like different position players. Like I did that the last few games of the Lions. I'm just like, hey, I, few, I, everybody else was from game one. You were the last few games. But I sit like <laughs> when I go into it with hope and wanting them to win, then my Sundays are ruined. So I don't think I'm gonna have a ruined Sunday this year. Is is the way I like? Yeah, we'll, All right, we'll see. We'll see. All right, no, that'd be awesome, uh, John. Remember this bit. Remember yeah, the re- minute. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait till he's putting money on a game and Detroit wins and he's bummed. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. Sam's uh, curled up in the corner betting. <laughs> But right now, I like Brockers. I, I'm excited to sit <laughs> and watch better. that first quarter. I'm excited to see what this offense looks like with with no wide receivers. I'm excited to look at um, what this defense looks like under the new regime and and, and stuff like that. Um, one thing that I'm really excited to see, uh, in again preseason fake football, is the energy. I want to see how it translates, um, with like what we're what we're seeing with Campbell and stuff like that, and and you know what. <laughs> That, I don't know. Just will we feel that? Will we be able to feel the difference by just sitting and watching this team on TV? You know Go- what I mean? Goff's not getting hurt. Look at your offensive line. Come on, really change change that attitude maybe around. He'll, maybe he'll hit his hand on a helmet or something like that. that that's where I keep <laughs> coming back to. Like I don't think they're going to be a terrible offense. I don't think they're going to be high powered or anything like that. I'm not. I don't have my head in the clouds, but 
I don't think they're going to be terrible because if you give enough time to any wide receiver, they should get open. Gritty, consistent. Most of the time. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I, I'm hoping for decent things from the offensive side. Maybe, maybe just comparable to last year. Yeah. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. You know, with a, a Stafford like offense. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Is there anything in particular that you're looking forward to watching on on Friday? I wanna, I wanna see the, well, on Friday. Yeah, preseason game. Oh, uh, I mean, no, I don't care. But you're gonna, you're gonna watch YouTube and listen to what people are saying. About oh it, yeah. Right? So yeah. what do you want to hear from those YouTube guys? <laughs> Good things. <laughs> <laughs> Any other questions? <laughs> no, I, I think that John. I, look, I'm interested in the defensive line this year. We have had the worst defensive line play for so many years, just not getting any pressure. Aquara was, yes, the exception last year, but besides him, where was the pressure? There wasn't any. So I want this year. I'm looking at the names on here, and I'm impressed with the names that we have in the lineup. I want to see it on the field. Like I want to see yeah. that translate. And until it translates, I'm not. I'm not buying it. But I'm. I'm more hopeful this year than I have been in a long time. John, is there anything in particular that you're you're going to be looking for on Friday? I'm hoping they get down early like 14 to nothing and Dan Campbell comes into the huddle and like gets these guys <laughs> in, <laughs> you know, yeah. in shape. Bend them over. Do we got to do yeah, it? Start start eating start them soup. over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, My bad. My bad. I I thought I could do this do Dude, better. You like, got to give that over here. I'm the expert. Where's Kyle? <laughs> Drinking craft beer, having fun, and talking sports in the state of Michigan. You're listening to State of My Sports. Some big news. Um, well, real quick, before we get into the big news uh, for the Tigers, I did want to bring up Miggy. What is he, too shy of 500 right now? Um, 498. 498, that would be the number. Too shy of 500, you're right. You, you were right good math. Good math, math Micah. Pretty solid. That, yeah, I High probably, school. I would have had a hard time being confident by yeah, throwing out a number talking like that. about it, yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, but basically, one thing that people were talking about in Detroit Sports Radio is if you caught that ball, what would you do? Obviously, like a lot of people, um, when you get it, you, you start thinking of a number. What is this ball worth to the MLB? What is this ball worth to the huh. guy hitting it? What is it worth to the Hall of Fame? The team. Like, like all of these things, like – kind of would go through your head. Some people like to say, you know, I would just give it to him. and I'm a good person. I'm going to give him a thumbs I just want to meet him, shake his hand or something like that. I lean towards <laughs> how do I make out financially okay out of this? That's where my brain would go. I'm curious where you guys would, would, would go for what something What a question, like this. man. What a good uh, question. Uh, it's such a hard boy. question to answer <laughs> because like honestly, ob- right? obviously like, you'd have to weigh all your options in your head and you don't really know how you feel. I would I think I would probably be the guy to go just give it to him. Yeah. I don't think I'd demand anything. It's just it's not my personality when when I buy a car or like just buy anything. My you know, my dad is the kind of person where he would just like barter with everybody and like be willing to walk away. I'm like, what's the price? They're like they say it. I'm like, okay, here you go. I'm like, the same way. Like, like that's just the way I am. Maybe it's our generation, I have no idea. But like I feel like I would get it and be like, nah, he he deserves that. Like he, he deserves the ball. It's just it's just what you do. I I'd probably give it away. Would you say like I need to I I need to be the one that hands it to him or anything like that? Like what would be what would make you happy with no, it? Like I'd probably throw it go just, throw it in a river. You're, you're, watch you're everybody throw, jump in. Throw it back. <laughs> throw it back on the field. Yeah, rookie of like, the year style. I'll throw my Henry wrong Gardner. <laughs> throw a whip back. Yeah. Throw a whip back. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to. I'd love to. Actually I probably would keep it. I'd probably hold it 
dear to my heart for a little while and then and then go meet him and, and give it to him yeah yeah because i'm not what am i going to do just go give it to the right fielder no i want it to be somewhere where like i can get something out of this you'd want to be the hero yeah and not only you'd that but like name out there be like ryan waltart gave it to him you know the tigers organization <laughs> would do something really special for you too they would yeah so they would they would make it worth your time probably not in the same way that of like dollar amount that you'd get for it but they they would definitely try to compensate you as far as like gear or like tickets or yeah, yeah exactly like they that. would do, they would do their best at least what they could get away with. Oh, what would your price this, be, Micah? Look at this cool hat I got. <laughs> yeah, oh, want, it's only forty. Of those it's forty dollars <laughs> in in the. Where's your store? I want that. <laughs> okay, so in my head, I would I would want to keep it and be financially cushioned, yeah. right? But the second that someone reaches out to you, Miggy wants to meet you. Yeah. And you're like, oh, he wants to meet me? Oh, that's so cool. Well, he wants the ball. Yeah. He wants the ball, dummy. You know, yeah, inside exactly. you're like, oh, I get to meet him. Okay, can I have your can I have my ball? Your ball? Can I have the ball, please? Yeah, I would have a really hard but, time saying no to Miggy. <laughs> like face to face. Right. <laughs> See, it's it's, it's a big boy. It's <laughs> all easy to like keep it until you're face to face where he's like, you know, talking Spanish with you or whatever he talks. Venezuelan? Ven- is, it, is it Spanish? I think it's still I would Spanish. I would say Spanish, yeah. Okay. I, it's still Spanish. <laughs> I don't know what he's saying, but he wants his ball. Not from Spain. I'll your give point, his ball your back. Is, your point is taken. He's not from Spain. No, but honestly, I spent the money for the ticket to get there. And it's generally a little bit more than most people can afford. And I caught the ball. I kind of want to do what I want with it, you know? Yeah. Like it's, it's th- yours. Th- this this it man is. makes a ton of money. Yeah. The ballpark makes a ton of money. Why can't I make a make million dollars? Out. Why not? Yeah. Like, well, I don't know if it'd be a million. Would it be a million? Well, frick. Wh- 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 maybe. Okay. Is that where you answer. would start? If they asked you for well, a number, is that where you would start? <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't mean it like that. I just figured four billion dollars. <laughs> just sprint, sprint out of the ballpark with the ball. Like, oh, I'm man. gone. You know? Barry Sanders. Oh, but you'd have to have like two or three shirts on, right? So you can change your identity as yeah. you go. Yeah. yeah. Then yeah. you're gonna get somebody uh, on the street. Otherwise, you're gonna be Bartman. Yeah. Start. Yeah. <laughs> stop you. Or just like Bartman. <laughs> just hold like a, a like a, a razor or something on you and just go shave, shave like on your way out. <laughs> it, it would be pretty cool to hand him the ball personally, though, yeah. right? Because that's only going to happen once, right? In his life and in your life, yeah. uh, five hundred. Hey, that's run, that's what know? I'm thinking. Like the 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 moment that you get to hand something that special to somebody, I feel like it is. It, it's a it's a moment you'll never forget. So that is a priceless opportunity to be involved in something special. I want an autograph picture though of with, it, of handing it over. Or something and like that. he's got to be holding like the triple crown, like everything. Like he's yeah. got to be decked out, like not just the five hundredth home run, like the whole career. We've you know had to sit through his injuries too. You know why why can't we hand the ball over to him and him hand us a check at the same time? That'd you, be know, cool. you know, like Mike you're exchanging. Mike is interested in the money. That's yeah, it. I feel like Why I would not? be very interested in the money. I'd have a hard time <laughs> saying no to him and, like, demanding money. Like, that's not really, like, like I, I'm, I'm right there with you. Like, I don't know if I don't want to barter necessarily. It's not my personality. But I also wouldn't want that opportunity to go away. We're like, like $100,000 isn't a lot of money for him. That's but that life-changing makes a money for huge people like difference us. for me. Like, that changes... 
a few years of my life. Like, I'm not saying like I can retire or anything, uh, but like it makes yeah, a massive, mortgage. massive difference. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'd have a hard time passing out the op- uh, that on the passing on the opportunity. So, okay. This is really. <laughs> so I have a hard time slimy passing out. Slimy <laughs> slimy no, you do just fine. Passing out on my computer. <laughs> Uh, listener Carrie said she'd be so tempted uh, to be a jerk, but would probably give it to him. So, like I said, I think they'd come through. To, uh, you've seen that with different organizations; they they make it worth your while. Yeah, they they do their best at least. Is it worth the value that you'd get money wise? No. Yeah, the money. So, oh man, that'd be that'd be awesome. Speaking of money, Jonathan Scope got seven point five million dollars uh, each year uh, with the opt out after the first year. It's a two year deal. Um, has the making of a clear win for all involved is what is what somebody said. Um, Scope said, "I feel really good here. Uh, I feel comfortable here. I want to stay here. This is uh, one of the best days of my life. I can't show it because I'm not that emotional of a guy, uh, but inside I feel very happy. And uh, I got to thank AJ, uh, obviously AJ Hinch, uh, for this for the chance uh, yep. sticking with me in April. Uh, it was a rough April." It was. I have no words other than to thank him for believing in me and to keep throwing me out there. Uh, man. All right. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I think a really good team-friendly deal. Very, very friendly deal. I, I in, in the fact, so another thing that, that uh, I found here is uh, Super Agent Scott Boris. Obviously, everybody knows that name in, in the baseball world. He's the guy that... Barely ever, if ever, has signed a extension when somebody's gonna be hitting free agency. He loves free agency. He loves um, getting the maximum value, um, but he didn't here. And I thought that was very interesting, um, mainly because like, all right, so go back when we didn't trade him, right? And it was like, all right, well, what's gonna happen now? Like, you're gonna let this guy walk for nothing, or you're gonna overpay for him? That was my biggest concern. I think it was the last week or two weeks ago that I was that we were talking about the trade deadline. They, I, I don't see this as an overpayment by any means. I think it's a win for both team, both sides, like 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 we already said. Um, but I think the um, excitement of spending this type of money for multiple years is the most exciting thing for for a Tigers fan. It's not necessarily oh, scope is staying. Yeah, he he's been good. He's been good enough. Yeah, it's just a sign of a change, right? It's the sign of the next step that we were promised with Mike Illich's, not necessarily promised, but Mike Illich's comments last yeah. week, what Avila and AJ Hinch Chris have Illich. been saying. Oh yeah, sorry. Chris Illich. Did I say did I say Mike Illich? Yep. Uh Chris Illich and I correct uh, AJ Hinch ha- has been saying. Yeah, can I read what what Avila said? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, so he said it was in the works actually, Avila said, while there was many well, there, there was maybe some inquiries on him during the trade deadline. I think at the end of the day, we felt like this was going to happen. We worked toward it. Jonathan worked toward it. He expressed expressed his desire to stay and be part of this. And AJ, obviously, it was a big part in sticking with Jonathan, like he said, and making this work too. So that just says it right there that you know uh, they reached out, or he actually reached out to the Tigers and AJ Hinch and said, I want to play here. I want to stay with this organization. Um, this is a guy that's obviously making a positive impact on the team inside the locker room, on the field with with his numbers this year and the way he's hitting and playing defense. And is it a, a huge splash? No. I mean, you look at $7.5 million each year. That's not a huge 
uh, investment into this player, but mm-hmm. all you're really doing is not trading him. So you you're now saying that like what are you going to get in the next couple of years that could replace him minor, minor league talent that might work out? No, or you could work with the team you have, invest in it, and now you're you're you've got the chips all on the table, and you're just keeping some valuable assets on the team to lift up the whole team as you go and build. Yeah, I, I think you said it perfectly with the fact that they don't have. It's not like he's taking that roster spot from anybody. We don't have anybody at first base or second base that's like, no, we got to call this guy up. This is the next guy. We need him there. Scope fills exactly the need that the Tigers are going to be needing next year. And we're really close to needing those veteran players to fill the gaps and make our team better for for some real runs. Mm-hmm. And he would be the, exactly the kind of uh, guy to go out and try to get. John, were you going to say something? Oh, uh, he just doubled and uh, uh, got an RBI uh, top eh. of top of the third here in Baltimore. So he's only twenty nine years old. So that sounds old if you're talking prospect for in, in MLB, but he's only a couple years older than a lot of these big name free agents that we're seeing. And the fact that it's a two-year deal, you're not going to be under this contract for very long. And it even has a one-year opt-out. If it's not working next year, I don't know who who exactly has the opt-out. Um, I, I, I couldn't find that. I don't know if you could. Um, yeah, I don't know. What I, what I love about it is uh, it's, a, it's enough of a team-friendly deal where he would be a steal in future years for a trade if that opportunity ar- arises. You know, yeah, if, uh, if things don't work out and he's not happy or the team's not happy or they just – both agree that they want to he wants to go somewhere else yeah he's going to be one of the easiest guys to trade yeah and if he's having a good year it's easy for someone to upgrade their second baseman or first baseman and they're going to pay for it and look at the market this year get something look at the market you had the entire cubs roster on the market yeah like this was the wrong time to sell and try to get good assets back yeah i i think the, the one thing that i liked about the comments that we that we read so first it was scope's comment he brought up aj hinch alavila brought up A.J. Hinch. This type of thing has A.J. Hinch written all over it. Every player that has played for him seems to love this guy. And obviously he has the skeletons in the closet, if that's the way you want to look at it, and in the sign ceiling scandal. Player-friendly we, skeletons. We've, yeah, we've we've talked about that enough and how we think he was just kind of the the face of the punishment and the, the he was the, the whipping boy, basically. Fell on the sword. Yeah, fell on the sword. That's a perfect way to say it. Um, and... The, the, these guys are backing him up because of it, and people love him. And I feel like that again, to me, changes this organization so quickly. That's such a good point. And I, I give Alavila a lot of credit for taking a risk on this type of uh, manager, and you know, doing something that might not be popular in the league or in Detroit. There's some st- still callers on Detroit sports talk radio. Well, AJ Hinch is a cheater. Well, it's like. Well, Dude, I don't care <laughs> at all. I don't care what uh, <laughs> nope. Mark from Ruffalo, you know what I mean, <laughs> says. Like, I, I don't Especially know. That, I cannot believe I just did hear that. that. <laughs> Banging on the trash cans. Yeah, Real exactly. serious. Let's go. I do it. I don't Must care. be a fastball, curveball, <laughs> changeup, or slider. Yeah, exactly. So scope has the right to opt out. So it's scope that has the. Opt- all right, perfect. Yep. I, I'm okay with that. I really am, um, because what that does that makes him valuable at next year's trade deadline. And the following. Well, if that's, that's where we end up. That's Again, why they. That's, that's why it's up. only at seven point five million. Because if he wants to opt out and, and he's like a stud hitter at this point and he wants to go make some real money, he he can do that. Um. So we've kind of talked about the excitement that this brings, right? It's it's not just about bringing scope back. It's about 
the vision of this organization and what I think this vision needs to start turning into is obviously we got the rest of the season to go. It'd be fun to see who gets called up, who who can move up to AAA, all that kind of stuff. But what I really want to focus on right now, and it's probably way too early to do this, but the the upcoming uh, uh, free agent class I think is very interesting. There's a lot of big names in spots that Detroit can actually fill. You know, obviously there's the shortstops out there that that a lot of people talk about: Correa, Seager, uh, Trevor Story's one. Um, there's some also also some arms, and there's some guys that can come in and be the veteran presence that Ryan already brought up. So what I did is I printed out a list here of of some some notable uh, free agents. Uh, so a couple things that I, I noticed was that there's opt-outs. Those were the first three uh, big-name op- guys that can opt out of their contract, Nolan Arenado, um, Trevor Bauer, and then Nick Castellanos. Obviously, Nick Castellanos isn't coming back with Alavila, um, but, man, would he look good in this or- this organization right he now? He had a lot of doubles, <laughs> I'll tell you. He did a lot of doubles. <laughs> double, 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 double. Uh, some notable club options that I thought were interesting, Yuli Gurriel, uh, Houston. I, I've always liked him, uh, first baseman. Probably not a good fit for what we're looking at right now. There's some catchers on there, Buster Posey. Obviously, these guys are going to get re-upped um, because they're franchise guys. Um, is there a list out, or, or, or a name on there that, that stands out to you that would fit, let's say, a hole that we could see in Detroit, starting with more more of the club option and the, the opt-outs? or. Or yeah. should we just jump to the top? Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of a guy like uh, Michael Conforto. Actually, you know, he's like 28 years old. The Mets have spent a lot of money, so would they like to keep him? Yeah, they would. But he might be one of those guys that's the first to go, like what the what the um, Houston Astros did with a lot of their homegrown talent when they after they brought in JV and some of their other big names. Like they had to let some of those guys go, and and that might end up being what the Nets situation is. And Noah Syndergaard, another another one of those big names. Um, that I think I don't think we're going to be in the running for. Well, I don't know. I mean, Carlos Correa would be pretty fun, but that's a you know, very popular name it, right now. It, well, because of the connection with AJ Hinch, right? Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It do, it does. So Carlos Correa may be the exception to the rule for me, but Corey Seager, Trevor Story, uh, even Chris Bryant. Like, I don't know. If, I'm not sure how I feel about spending three to four hundred million dollars on a player for a eight to ten year contract. Yeah. Like to me, that that seems like a great way to show that your organization's ready to win. But at the same time, that's a massive leap of faith in one injury away from being in a, a really bad rut. So I, I don't know. It's scary, I guess. So the first name we brought up is a right fielder, Michael Conforto. Yeah. Do we really need another outfielder? I we need a we need more hitters. Okay. And and he's a hitter. He puts the barrel on the ball. He hits it really hard. He's to me, he's one of the more underrated hitters that could end up being. People might disagree with me, but I, I really do think his upside is still an MVP caliber hitter. Okay, Conforto. He where where is he playing right now? The Mets. He, okay. He's had he's had a couple of years where he's led uh, all of MLB in um, miles per hour off the bat. So he hits the ball hard. And so I don't I don't know I don't think he'll be an MVP type player but I'm just saying like if something clicks in his head where he becomes from a he goes from a good hitter to a, an amazing hitter he could put up those kind of numbers. The the name that really stands out to me is is I'm thinking up the middle and obviously shortstop is a massive hole it in really Detroit is. right now. Yep. Obviously you'd love to see go after like a Corey Seager and get the big name but you're gonna pay for that right? I look at a guy like like Marcus Simeon. I. I like what he's done. I know he's not the big flashy 
Carlos Correa name, but he he kind of fits what this Detroit seems to be. He's amazing. Um, trying to do, and I feel like if you're getting so I have the top twenty five here. He's the fifth shortstop, right? Or yeah, fifth shortstop on the list of of top twenty five unrestricted free agents. Top three are shortstops. What's that? Yeah, top the top three, three are shortstops. Like I would love to sneak in, maybe get a a little bit better of a deal on a guy like Simeon, and you can. You know, turn it into two players. I would take you know Simeon. I, mean? I would take Simeon over Javi Baez any day. Yeah, I, I really would. Yeah, Baez, you're gonna you're gonna live with the ups and live with the downs. Okay, like that's just the type of player he is. But Simeon is like a a true professional. How would you rank the the, the five shortstops? And so you have Corey Seager, Trevor Story, Carlos Correa, Javi Baez, and Simeon. I think Corey Seager number one. Trevor Story is a little bit too hit and miss, so I'd go Correa number two because he could figure it out maybe a little more. Uh, Simeon number three, Trevor Story four, and Javi Baez five. Okay, that that makes sense. I feel like the splits for Trevor Story is is, is a little bit of a concern, right? Yeah, a little the bit. Home field at, at Rocky Stadium. But and you, you don't want all the strikeouts that come with Javi Baez. Let's be honest. I, I agree. I just don't. Yeah, he's a, he's a home runner bus kind of guy. I know he he's flashy in other places on the field, but that's overpaying for a guy that we've already had well, in this organization honest, like, for a yeah. long time. Carlos Correa also, I mean, it's a good point because he, he is strikeout prone. He can get there. Uh, I just feel like in the right state of mind with a guy like Carlos Correa, he just doesn't he doesn't miss. And, yeah. and he hits the ball to all fields, and he's kind of the Tiger way. Like he hits the ball to right field really well, and you need that. Baez just doesn't do that. Yeah. And it in Comerica Park, like where where is your power? Where should it be? It should be to right field. So would you say Simeon probably has the, the oh. best game to translate to Comerica Park? Simeon is, is a stud wherever he plays. He's a great baseball player. He puts the bat on the ball. He doesn't strike out. He's he's a solid defender. He he was part of the turnaround in Oakland. Oakland, yeah. And he's doing a great job in the turnaround with the Blue Jays. And I, he is such an underrated player. Like seriously, if you look in the last two or three years with with his stats, he is a top three MVP caliber player every year. Any other positions that that stand out to you? Like my brain goes right to the the pitching. I feel like. We have the young pitchers, um, maybe bring in a, a, a veteran arm that you can trust to be that anchor, or like maybe be the Kenny Rogers, or just be an absolute stud. Be come in and be the best pitcher in this staff day one. Relieve that stress from Mize and Scooble, and be like, look, we don't have to be that gear two and a half. You know what I mean? I mean, is there is there a pitcher that that's interesting to you, Micah? It doesn't have to be on this list. Like obviously, Justin Verlander, I think is is the one that comes to mind. Obvious, very obvious. But he's not going to come in and be the number one. I mean, yeah, he'll probably be opening day star because that's what Good. people would, would do. Like that's what we, baseball we, we does. Don't, we but. don't need him to. F- we don't need to force him to be a number one for the whole season. Sure, bring him in on opening day. Yeah, yeah everyone's pumped. Yeah, <laughs> you fill the stands, thirty-eight thousand, forty thousand, whatever it is. However, I like the idea of bringing him and Scherzer back. Oh man, can you imagine? Okay, yeah, I I don't know what's left on Scherzer's deal. That, that's that's the problem. A, he might be a an option type type player. Is he even a? Is he unrestricted? I thought he had one more year, but then is this, he? This, but this list is telling me otherwise. So it, it, he must have been on expiring contract. I Dang. thought when he was traded, he had one more year, but they gave a lot I'm for an expiring little, contract. Yeah, I thought he did too. I thought he had one more year when yeah. he was traded. Okay, I'm I'm thinking like John, like I I don't know I don't, I'm not going like all the way to the top again. I I like investing in in 
guys that'll win games for you, but not necessarily. You're not paying for superstar yeah. numbers. So I'm thinking more of like a John Gray from, okay. from the Rockies. He's got a, a wipeout. He's got wipeout stuff, just swing and miss stuff. He just plays in cores like that. That's tough. It's not easy. Um, I don't Would he be like Kevin a Doug Gossman or type type pitcher for this this rotation? No, he's got way better stuff. Way better stuff. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he he's got like um, oh man, I don't know if I can come up with a comparison. Sonny Gray. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a, a, a little, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Obviously, good, a righty actually. when Sonny's Sonny's a lefty, right? Sonny Gray. Yeah, he's a righty. Is he a righty? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a good comparison. Nothing. Nothing popped into my mind. Um, he's got just dynamic stuff, though. A lot of swing and miss. The other guys like Dylan Bundy, who really figured it out last year and turned himself into a really good pitcher. I I think a guy like that would just be more of the like anchor and will put his innings in. Which for people that if you if you're putting 200 innings in you have no idea what that's doing for your bullpen you are just helping your bullpen so much the health and just the stability in their mind their state of mind like you're just preparing all of those guys in the bullpen for success if you're putting in 6 to 7 innings every single game as a starter Do you well, have something i just i wanted to follow up with verlander and scherzer if you get these guys on two year deals you know, if you're looking at deals like that, yeah, that would be awesome. You, they're 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 fan favorites. They're still okay. They're they're not in their prime. They still have a lot left in the tank. Scherzer definitely does. Verlander coming off the injury is, is another concern of mine. It's definitely a concern. Um, we've doubted him before, but uh, yeah, we doubted him when he got tr- well. Not us personally, but I remember the the Detroit. Fans just killing him. Fans wanted him gone. They wanted him gone. And then as soon as he was gone, I was like, no, I want him back. Yeah. Like, wait a second. Idiots. Yeah. (laughs) But But I think I I don't have to tell any of you the the capacity that these guys play at. Everyone knows. There's there's studs, they're all stars. Year in, year out is what they are. But you know, Verlander's you know, it's exciting his, that his injury. It's bad. Yeah, it's, it's exciting, exciting we've turned the corner. Yeah, it's exciting that we can start thinking about this. Yeah, and, and not only that, but like I'm looking at these names saying, "No, oh, I don't want them getting in the way of of some of our prospects." That's another side of it. You know what I mean? Sure. So like that that plays a part now, and that's exciting. That's well, fun. Well, last name I wanted to ask you about real quick, Ryan. Then we'll move on to to our betting hero, um, Noah Syndergaard, coming off Tommy John, right? Yeah. So he's not pitching at all this year. Would you take a chance on a guy like that? Man, yes. John's saying no. Yes. Yeah. Oh man. Bold yeah. Well, he's got a lot. He's got a lot of innings in him already, and on top of that, the surgery. You know, it's it's one thing for a young guy to get hurt, have to get the surgery, go through the whole process of recovery, but he, in a way, kind of set him up. But he also had to compete with the ground too, right? You have to be a part of that rotation if you're going to pitch with a guy like that. I, the reason I say yes so uh, boldly is because who who's the the manager right now it's AJ Hinch he's done this with pitchers before he's gotten the best out of them he's worked with like shortening their their arm motion and and getting the best out of these players plus yeah he's gotten a lot of miles but he's only what is he like 29 years old yeah so i mean it's he's got some years left guys let's let's give him a chance i think i think he could do it follow us on instagram facebook twitter youtube and twitch of my sports.
28 years old. 28 years old. Yeah, it's even sorry. better. Even better. Even better. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to get into our betting hero ah. segment. Uh, Ryan, it's you, man. Let explain her rip. betting you, hero. You always do this to me, and I always explain it the exactly the <laughs> same way every time. You're always surprised when I ask you, too. I know. No, I'm not surprised. Just, <laughs> just, uh, just waiting for the day. That's all. No, betting hero, man. Betting hero really is the best way for fans of State of My Sports and our listeners to support this podcast uh, financially and really just like, I don't know, I feel like it's it's in your best interest to reach out too. So what they do is they, for every single sports betting app in the state of Michigan, they lay out the best promo code available at the time uh, for all the sports coming up. So in this right now, what we're talking about, college football, uh, NFL football, like they're going to give you the best promo codes and try to get you hooked. So all you have to do is bounce around from. <laughs> that sounds really bad. They're trying to get you hooked, dude. They are. I mean, they're paying for their for the guys that just want to keep investing game after game, and we're not dumb enough to do that. No, we we might be dumb enough to do that. Some no, but some of us might be. But they give you the promo codes for every single online betting platform. Uh, available in the state of Michigan. It could be the big dogs. It could be the little guys. Uh, they're all trying to get you, so you just use the best promo codes. So promo code for you. Go to bettinghero.com, promo code MIBETS. MIBETS, bettinghero.com. Again, the best way to support this podcast. We really appreciate it. MIBETS, bettinghero.com. best part is, is their promo codes are never expired. 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 There See how go. I did that? That was, that was good. You know when you put in a promo code and they're expired? That I hate that. That drives me nuts. Yeah, so. never expire, guys. Never expired. I'm betting here. Bets. Got, um, yeah, Just do exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, so one thing that I thought was interesting. Just go do uh, it. <laughs> the question that I have for this segment is, do you bet on fake football? I personally do not bet on fake football preseason. I would have no idea what's going on no. other than this week, which I'll get into in a minute. Um, but the one thing I want to talk about for, for our Betting Hero segment was uh, M Live Story that came out earlier this week. Um, Zach Paycheck. Paycheck? Doesn't matter. Who, uh, is, who is that? He's a guy. Uh, just just a, a random old guy. Actually, he, he owns a company. That was part of the whole article. Is <laughs> He works like he like – he's actually uh, from – I want to say Calgary – and he brought his um, bike frame business to Detroit and is like a really big business. So I think he's trying to, to make a name for himself that way as well. But he made a name for himself doing some crazy things at the MGM Grand. Uh, on Thursday evening, he bet $1,000 on the Lions to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> another $1,000 on them to make the Super Bowl. And another $1,000 on them to win the NFC North. This is what he said. He said, it was pretty funny. I tried to place the bet in the cashier. Uh, the lady working at the sports book at first refused the bet on the grounds that she didn't take bets from people who had no shot to win. That's awesome. She <laughs> thought it was an unwinnable bet. <laughs> uh, I thought that was pretty funny. So basically, uh, he laid down a thousand on them. Yeah, like to, to win the division. Uh, something they haven't done since two thousand or nineteen ninety three. Barry Sanders. Uh, to win the NFC. Uh, something they haven't done since nineteen fifty seven. And Not another one thousand on them to win uh, the Super Bowl, which they've obviously never done. Uh, he stands to win two hundred and fifty thousand dollars if the Lions do win the Super Bowl. Another hundred thousand dollars because they would have to make the Super Bowl, which would be winning the NFC. And if they happen to win the division, he would win another twenty-five thousand dollars. Is it just me, or is the guy sitting across from us just kind of like 
feel like he might be doing this bet, <laughs> but like at a, a tenth of it, six, yeah, six midnight. <laughs> yeah, I, I would, I would never do that. I would never, especially on this team. You know, I don't believe in him. Is that like it, a three-play parlay or something? He, or he just picked three different random bets? <laughs> three different random oh, bets for $1,000. If like, he's saying it was pretty funny, I agree with you. I think this is a publicity stunt. Good yeah. for him. Like That's a good, cheap Getting way to do it. Getting his name out there for for his company that, that he's doing. Uh, I did say that I would never bet on fake football, um, but I saw that the Lions are actually plus two against uh, – so they're hosting the Bills on Friday. That's very intriguing for me, uh, mainly because – uh, the lines are going to start their, their, their starters will play the first quarter, which I doubt the bills are going to play any of their starters on the road preseason game. Number one. And I, I want to bring in the, the Dan Campbell factor in a fake football game. Like he, this guy's going to be so amped up. He's going to do everything he can to amp his team up and win this game. Yeah, he's going to be the most jacked up person in that stadium, right? <laughs> let's know. let's be honest. I don't care if it's a cheerleader or the PA announcer. Will his like, own knee going caps to be, pumped. be raw? Oh, he's going to have knee pads on. He's, he's not might, He's not going to expose them to, for any teeth that the guy, just come the, lynch the, on. Yeah, the guy's painted head to toe with all the crazy afros. No, 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 no. Dan Campbell is still still the best fan That's out there. That's what I'm saying. Is he going to wear like a cutoff T-shirt on the sideline or something? Like, <laughs> I don't know because he's got some guns. I know. I watched some of the some of the interviews he's had this week, and he, I mean, he might have some some shoulder pads on. Oh my yeah. gosh, that like, guy! You can't put him in a suit and tie Lombardi <laughs> style either. You know, it's like, what's he going to do? What's he going to come out looking like? And how is he going to address his team? It's preseason object. Side note: Go on your sports app, specifically the score. Cade Cunningham just duped. Jalen Green Did at he? the three point line. Oh boy, got him! <laughs> it's gonna get people excited. People were hating on K. Well, not a lot, but the his game one. Yeah, what was he 12, four of eighteen or five something? Five of seventeen. <laughs> Twelve yeah, points. Yeah, it wasn't. Ooh, a big come one. on, cares. And they're like, oh, this is the big one. This is the big one. I uh, shoot that bad in an open gym by myself, man. You know, <laughs> so give the guy a break. He's I feel bad fine. for Ryan watching out his window, watching me try to shoot <laughs> the basketball in my driveway. <laughs> <laughs> I get so embarrassed. I just feel like everybody's watching me miss and miss and miss. He's just taking video. And He's miss. putting it in the archives. <laughs> the <sleeping>. Sam mess. <laughs> the video that they have of me is uh, edging my my lawn. In the pouring rain. Oh yeah, in the rain. <laughs> With an you really? You're like, I am not stopping now. <laughs> I was so close. This, <laughs> this was last year, uh, but yeah, it was, it's better than my wife taking videos of me running while I'm mowing my lawn to <laughs> to make the flight. <laughs> That's right. Two years ago, I can't believe she almost made you miss a flight. What a nerve! I know. Geez, I would man. never do that to you. I don't know what <laughs> happens. Uh, but that yeah, I don't know. I I would take the Lions uh, plus two if you're interested. But I I get why you wouldn't be betting, wanting to bet on fake football. It is time to grade our Michigan beers for this episode. But before we do, I want to once again remind everyone of our partner, Siciliano's Market. They are simply the best beer store in West Michigan, located on Lake Michigan Drive, right between Grand Valley State University's main campus and downtown Grand Rapids. Wherever you live in West Michigan, it is worth the short drive for what they have to offer. Whether you know what you want or you need some help from their expert staff, Siciliano's Market is the best place for that. They not only have a massive and up-to-date inventory of the best craft beers from across our great nation, they're individually priced so you can mix and match to build your own six-pack. Along with their great selection of craft beer they have specialty wines spirits ciders coffee tea tobacco and cigars they also have the largest selection of homebrew and wine making supplies in west michigan we love that siciliano's market is part of the state of my sports family and is who we visit to help us choose our michigan beers for each and every episode so please check them out and let them know that we sent you so two weeks in a row we're not drinking beer well 
we're going to be drinking beer in a bit, lots of it. Um, but our, we're not going to be grading any beer today. We have been sipping on uh, Michigan. What is it? Michigan something? Isn't it they're, like Eastern Keel? Yeah, they're Michigan straight bourbon whiskey. 45% alcohol by volume. Really, really nice looking bottle. I do like the, the looks of the bottle. That, that screams classy Michigan to me. So, so yeah. they're right on, um, where where are they? Ottawa. 700 is Ottawa. Ottawa. Right on Ottawa. Yep. There you go. So, so is that over by the garage? Yeah. So it's kind of in a more industrial part of downtown. Maybe a little bit hard to find. It's, it's not in like the cool up and up area downtown. Okay. But uh, where, I can't picture this. Where, where where would that be? Like so, you know the the embassy suites. Yeah, and like where the what restaurant is it? Yeah, there? like Biggies. Biggies. Yeah, couple. So like you kind of go across behind. that that one lane bridge, right? Yeah, that goes across. What is it? Green, I think. And you kind of going up to embassy suites. You kind of keep going straight into that industrial it, area there. It's in between like Belknap and Embassy Suites. Yeah. Oh, yep. Okay. Nice. Oh, that's a good area though. Yeah, it is. I do actually really like. Well, it. City City Belt's really close to there. Cr- and yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. There's a crap ton of beach house there all the time. Place. Oh yeah. Yeah. What is that place called? Uh, I went there for my anniversary last year. I don't know. The one you I should I don't probably know that. Sam. Isn't the yeah. Speakeasy right in there too? I have yes. no idea. I've, Speakeasy's I have no right idea where yeah. Speakeasy is. Yeah, man. I remember meeting in that parking lot for one of those like pub peddler things. You hop on that thing, you got a bike ride. Yeah, was I on that? No, it was for my uncle's like 40th birthday. That's where we met. Was it, it was the the old name that the Grace yes. guy? Yeah, it was yeah. Grace guy. That's where yeah. we started and Correct. finished. I think I started yep. with a gin and tonic and finished with a gin and tonic. Yeah, and that was a long day <laughs> on one of them peddlers. Yeah, Michigan beat Michigan State that day. Ah. And right. I also finished nice. on this floor here. Yeah, that's right. You I did. was. <laughs> you were gone. I was you gone. Were I, I had. So, where so where what do you guys think of this bourbon? It's smooth. Yeah. It is smooth. So yep. we got to. What we're gonna do is we're gonna give it give it a grade, right? That's that's what we got to do. I mean, I I'm not. I I don't know how to grade something like this very uh, well. Um, it's so it's they, hard. So they say that this uh, bourbon is made in small batches of hand-selected barrels to achieve a rich, exceptional whiskey. So, um, pretty pretty solid. I mean, I I think this is pretty smooth. What you guys think? Yeah. I mean, it, it was easy to drink straight, right? It was definitely easy to drink. I I've had a lot worse bourbons and whiskeys that just just really bite and burn yeah. down here, and that's kind of kind of how you. You, you taste them. Sometimes they they kind of sit here, you know, in your lower esophagus. Sometimes it's a good sit, though, and sometimes it, it's a little sometimes, rough. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, like, I, for me, if it, my first thought is uh, I'd like this in a in a cocktail or a mixed drink, that's when it's like, all right, maybe, maybe it's got a unique flavor for a drink, but it's not it's not pure. It's not yep. good for, for sipping on. I didn't think that at all with this. This is, this is pretty good quality stuff. Yep. All right, yeah. so let's do our, our grades. Uh, I would like John to start with his grade. Ooh, putting me on the spot. <laughs> I've had some expensive bottles of bourbon in my day. Yeah, yeah. I had a few on Saturday. How expensive do you think this is, John? What'd you go for on Saturday? Oh, no, that's a different. That's a conversation for a different day. <laughs> are you talking about Alto Bar? Yeah, man. I no. wanted to know like what you were what you were like. Uh, no, we were going for. Yeah, we were looking. We were looking for just a place to stop for like a burger on the way back. 
you know, from Saranac. And yeah, I have no idea. You were idea. trying this and trying that. Like, that. I want to know what you were trying. Uh, I was in the hey, Woodford. Sam, Sam, turn it down over there. My bad. Yeah, a little, <laughs> a little Woodford. I had some Elijah Craig. <laughs> yeah, I had yeah. some Buffalo Trace is oh, a good yeah. one. Oh, yeah, Buffalo Trace is good, yeah. That's probably one of my top five. good fives. starter. That's a good yeah. starter for me. Uh, I had to go with a little bit of Johnny Walker Blue Label, too. That was an expensive little All pour. Right. Yeah, Did that, they have yeah. any Whistle Pig available? Oh, man. I Whistle. I forget how many pages their little uh, pamphlet book. It, it was over 140 different bottles of bourbon on that wow. show. Wow! I got all, tell all my in buddy about cool. that. Yeah, I highly recommend. It. Great service, great food too. Um, but you got to be in the Alto area to like find or stumble upon that place. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea Dang. when I pulled in the little uh, American Legion next door full parking lot i was like man maybe i should go over there they probably got a good like beer special you know like light beer cans for a dollar fifty or something uh i went in an alto bar i was one of three customers and yeah i mean i had the whole pick of what i wanted and some of the bottles in there are pretty expensive i didn't want to ask too many numbers uh my tab <laughs> ran my tab ran up pretty quick <laughs> nice. I'm, oh, man. yeah what do you think about this one michigan straight bourbon whiskey it's smooth i I think it, I want to say it's just a little bit lighter in color and flavor, maybe, uh, profile-wise, from other bourbons that I sip, um, especially on Saturday. Uh, <laughs> gosh, bringing up a, a rough uh, Sunday morning. I'll give it a 7.9. I'll give it a 7.9. Not oh. quite an 8. Not it's quite good, an 8. Good grade. But up there. Close. Yeah, I think that's a respectable grade. And, and you know, this isn't going to break your bank either. Like, what you're talking about is obviously, like, really good quality stuff. And you're going to pay for it too. Oh yeah, eighty, so, ninety, hundred dollar bottles. Yeah, exactly. So this is like a really good intermediate type of uh, bourbon to go for. I'm going to go. Oh man, that's a good number, seven nine. I'm going to go seven nine two. Oh jeez, seven follow, nine. Follow suit, baby. Seven man. nine two. So point two higher. Seven point nine two. Yes, I won. All right, Mike. Can I go? Yeah, go for it. All right, seven six. I don't know what to compare it to, really. I don't drink it a whole lot, uh, but it, it was good. I mean, I think I should have watered it down a little bit more for, for my liking. Um, you probably should have chugged half that glass in one sip that first time. Yeah, I, I, I pretty much did. <laughs> exactly. So, blowing, I, what, blowing, did I, what did I say? Woo. Seven, six? Blowing flames what? over there, Sam. Seven, which which seven, is six. a way to drink it. Some people do put just a splash of water in there. Yep. Yeah. Just you know, without even cooling it down, just I'd a little splash that. of water takes the edge off. I wouldn't do that. No, but I, I put I put ice in it, and it naturally does that. If I don't drink it fast enough, obviously, big cubes. So either big cubes or um, whiskey like ball, little cement block or cement cubes or steel cubes that don't water it down and keep it a little bit chilled. So options. I thought Mike was going to go. Boy, oh, boy. <laughs> okay, my grade, I'm going with a 7-8. Seven, 7-8. Eight. Seven, eight. Yep. Yeah. Very good scores. I, I, I think that's good. those are good scores, right? Yeah, this is good. Yep. Got my attention, for sure. So yeah. we're actually not done. Usually this is when we oh, boy. have our, our outro and, and have a good time. But what we're going to do for the people watching live, we are going to pause for a minute, take a little break. Uh, real quick, Carrie. Ooh. She I, was I just seen it. She yeah. gave it a eight one. What was she drinking? Uh, Holiday Lost Road. Lost Art. Holiday Road. Holiday Road. Lost Art. She gave it an eight That's one. Too low, listener Carrie. It's too low. Oh. Yeah, we gave that. We gave oh. that beer pretty that high score. That is a I think. solid beer. Yeah. Um, That's what we were drinking with Big Drew the other night, right? Yes. Yeah, it yeah. was exactly. What is it? Very good. Beer. Piney. 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 Piney.
If it's craft beer and Michigan sports, we may not be the authority, but we love both like a fat kid loves cake. Hot, hot! This is State of My Sports. Doing a little thing, doing something different here tonight. What we decided to do, so, all right, actually, where's that sheet? Last week, Thursday. um, (laughs) So the first Thursday in every um, August is National IPA Day. Uh, So what we decided to do is do a little blind taste test of- Not on a Thursday, perfect. Yeah, but- Oh, yeah, it doesn't matter, yeah. It was Thursday, so that's what it is. So real quick, um, this is what they say about National IPA Day. Uh, it's the first Thursday in August. It celebrates the beer known as the India Pale Ale beer. Uh, well, the IPA is one of the more po- most popular types of craft beers. It's also making a resurgence with local m- microbreweries. Uh, many are experiencing experiencing success whew, as their brew finds its n- way into local restaurants and pubs. The IPA seems to have developed out of an idea from the 1700s when a shipping ale to India... Adding hops to the beer increased the longevity of the brew. Brewers thought that the hops uh, preserved the beer for long voyages to hot climates. Uh, One London brewer gained attention for his ability to brew this particular style beer. George Hodgson shipped many casks, what are casks, I don't know, of pale ales to India from London. However, no one knows for sure who coined the name IPA. Ape. So. I thought Ape. it was. I thought it was interesting. Is it? Was that not worth sharing? I thought it was worth sharing. Good guys, job sharing. You guys mocking me? No, I like it. No, not at all. I never mock you. So what we just yeah right. So what we decided to do is um, taste test them. Taste test them. So what we have are eight from eight different local or Michigan breweries, I should say. Um, we blindly had our our Ryan and I's wives uh, poured these for us, and they're numbered for us. And we are going head-to-head just based off of our taste. We have four of us, so that means there could be a tiebreaker, which Micah has a heads-or-tails situation ready to go, and we will figure it out from there. And by the end of this this little video here and part of the podcast is the night will be done. We'll, we'll have our favorite IPA of of this this episode, I guess. So we're Eight so we are grading these and passing <coughs> them we uh, are, as, a, as a group. We are not grading. We, we are, are just choosing, choosing A head or to B. Head. Okay. Yep. Head to head so, as a group, though. <clears throat> nope. So we are doing... Yes, Indivi- yes. Individually? Yes. This is not nope, an individual nope. as, competition. As a group, we are going to determine... This is a state of my sports exactly. competition. So we're going to start with number one and number go. eight. And we don't know what these are. So what we need to do is just <laughs> They look them. very different. Very different. Very different looking beers here. Um, number one has a little bit of a haze to it. These shouldn't be a hazy... Um, beers, but then w- when we pick a loser and move one on to the next round, we're gonna try to guess which it, which it is, and then I'm gonna open up one of the sealed envelopes, and we will figure out which one happened to lose. So look at these colors. I'm gonna drink. I'm gonna drink. Yeah, that's a really good. Very point. nice. A lot of different colors with these. Yeah, lots. Uh, with IPA here. So all right, uh, which one are you guys starting with? One. Let's start with one. Silence, which means we're drinking our beers. It's good radio. It is very good. Radio. <laughs> Nothing else. Just good radio. Very so, light. Unfortunately, I know some of them. I'm going to do my best to keep my mouth shut and not spoil <clears throat> it. Yeah, you don't if we guess, guess any of them. Well, I, I, no, that, that ain't fair. Do you I, know all eight beers that we're doing? I, I Well, Cicliano's actually was really pumped about this, and they, they 
they were really? they had like two people like following me around like well you can do this one you can do this one and i was like really that's you awesome. guys are awesome so cicely arnold's thank you for that opportunity uh okay i'm, I'm going on to eight really all right so you're going eight or were you just drinking number eight? You weren't picking. You just were you? went on. Oh, did you pick? No, you, no, no, you, no. Oh, you just no, said no, no. you moved on to eight. Sorry. No, you're good. Wrong terminology. I just moved on to eight. Oh my gosh, I'm, those I are feel so really much tough. Stress. I feel so much stress right now, <laughs> having to decide. All right. So what we got to do is right. just we gotta got to make a decision. I here. got my pick. All right, Mike, your pick is in. Eight. Eight is moving on for you. Yep. Okay. Sorry, I, d- I thought you're. No, no, not bad. I, I was no. You're good. They're both so different. It's tough. Hmm. I think I would go with eight as well, to be honest with you. Tastes. I'm going to go with one. I'm going one. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> right off the bat, guys. <laughs> All right. We got a tie. Thanks, Kyle, for not being here and being our tiebreaker. <laughs> oh, Kyle would have picked... Oh, what do you think he would have picked? He wouldn't pick either. He's yeah. like, I'm he not grading. Said, I'm not grading, I'm not grading like, these. Yeah. I got an N-A. <laughs> All right. Okay. I hate So both. the lower number will always be heads. The higher number will always be tails. Okay. I want bourbon back. That's what he'd say. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Spinning, 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 spinning. Why does it take so long? Spinning. It's a wheel of heads and tails. Looks like tails. Tails wins, which is number eight. Number eight. Number eight wins. Okay. So now let's try to figure out. What, do you guys have an idea of what number one is. Oh, boy. Let's see here. I think I have a good idea, but I also know... It's all Michigan. Yes. They're all Michigan. Eight, eight, did eight move on? Yes. Okay. So eight moved on. Was it part of a, a variety pack? Number one? No? Yes or no? I don't know. I don't know what number one Number one, one feels like small brewery. All right. Let's let's try to speed it up a little bit here. Okay. I'm gonna say it uh, is I don't know. From oh I'm not gonna gosh. guess. I think that's right, so I don't give any away. So like if I say M forty three, it's like okay, then you know one of these is M forty three. And I'm not, I'm not gonna know. Now there's not one that's M forty three. So I think we not. should just no. Yeah, just pull the right, yeah, pull it out. Ahead. Pull it out. It is Greenstone from Old Nation. That was honestly the one really? that I was gonna say. Because of the color. That reminded me a lot of M43. So, based on that, that was the one that I thought that I could probably get pretty easily. Um, but, yeah. So, hmm. Greenstone has lost to number eight. What is number eight? Stay, we don't know. Stay tuned. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> All right. <laughs> number one's out. Number one is out. You go. So, we're moving on to number seven against number two. Ooh. Two very similar colors, I would say. One's a little darker. Intriguing matchup. One's a little clearer. So uh, this one was going to be interesting. Let's try to speed it up a little bit if we can. Uh, I don't want to take too <laughs> long. <laughs> Sam's going to drink them both at the same time. For the record, the, the green the green one, the green stone, that's the only one that we do not have a second can of. So if you want to finish any of these beers, we have more. We just need the wives to pull it up, pour them. If you guys just like one, just shout it out. Yeah, I'm going seven. Seven. Hmm. Uh, two. Oh, man. 
I need water down here. This is going to be a problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so many different flavors already. I think I'm going to go seven. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So seven moves on. <laughs> two is out. Do you have any guess of what two is? Water? Oh, no, no. It's not that. Hold on. <clears throat> no guess. I have, I have no a guess. idea. I have is a guess. It New Holland? I don't think so. Okay. That was my guess. <laughs> a whole brewery. Mm. No, that, no, that's guess. a good way to guess. No guess. My guess. No, I, no, I don't want to guess. I'll tell you if I was right or not. Because you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is exactly what I thought it was. <laughs> of course. This is Huma Lupa Licious from Shorts Brewing. I almost said really? Shorts. Because, all right, so I, I drank one of those pre-show. So that's why I, I figured that that's, <laughs> that's who it was. You should have known. It's a good IPA. Yeah, I didn't. I, as soon as I cracked it, I was like, "Oh shoot, I shouldn't have done that." That is a good IPA. I'm sorry, Huma, you a Lua. You lost. Huma. Number seven was pretty good, though. Seven was good. All right, so now we're moving to six against three. I really feel like we Completely need some water. Completely different colors. I like sixes color. I like sixes color a lot. Six against three. Yeah, this three is like a much lighter golden color, but six is like, this is like a dark amber. Yeah, but they're both American or Session IPAs, I think, is what we got. John, what are you you thinking? Like, what's your mind going to with these two? Oh, boy. It's going to be a problem. Three. Three all day. Think it's all day? I don't think it's all day. <laughs> IPA, no, I but that's where I'm going. Number three. Fall three. Man, that one's really tough for me. They're both. They're both really good. I think I'm gonna agree with you. I'm going three. My God. I'm gonna. <laughs> we're gonna get pretty drunk tonight. <laughs> I'm going three. Let's go. Yeah. It's Micah, just, what were you going to do? It's just I a was going to do six. Were you? Yep. All right. So three has moved on. <clears throat> what is six? What is six? Let's take a little, little sip here. Yeah. Man. Dude. You don't like it? No, it's just all the different flavors come yeah. together. So many, yeah, it's tough. You want to go get some water? Yeah, it might you be, guys, it might be a really good idea. Hang out here for I'll, a I'll uh, reveal number six here. Um. Man, yeah. What, what do you think six is? You know, I I think I know what it is. <laughs> but I'm not going to say it. I can't say it. Do you have any guesses, Micah? It kind of tastes like Centennial that's from kinda, Founders. It's kind of what I was leaning towards. Centennial IPA from okay. Founders Brewing. Okay. All right. That was good, though. I impressed myself. Well done. Well done. That nice was right, cool. Nice call. Very, very well done. Ryan is getting us some water because this could be a very, very long. Oh, I come prepared to craft beer night with a yeah, that's a good high point. quality H2O. <laughs> the, the craft beer nights need uh, a water whoa. jug. We got we got a couple comments here. Let me. Let me oh, Ryan, yeah, it's I, storming. You still don't have shoes. Is what we were, what we were asked is what uh, <laughs> was asked. Also, Todd Johnston, 
Uh, oh. He said, goodness gracious, John D. The Get show the needs camera. a dress code dress and code. team haircuts. Oh, but it's the it's the beer bandana. Oh, Let's dude, go. this is – I think you look really good. It's called a beer dana. Beer, beer dana. dana. Are the Tigers winning right now? They are. They're up 6-4. to four. Okay, and what about the Pistons? Oh, they're down 94-85. to 85. Pistonians. Well, how has Cade looked? He's good. Uh, what is he at? 20 – oh, this says 17 still. I, it might not have refreshed. Hold on. Man, I'm surprised Centennial got eliminated. I'm but, surprised Todd Johnson isn't over here drinking a little uh, vodka right? Red Bull. Yeah, make, make yeah, it on over here. That, that little sweet tart drink Coach he had Jay. that one time. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Ryan, coming in hot. Hey, Luca Garza with 15 off the bench tonight, though. Luca, he's, yeah. he plays in the summer league? Oh, yeah. Garza? Really? Garza. Garza. We, we drafted him. Oh, sorry. Him. When you said Luka Garza, I was sick of Luka Doncic. Doncic. Oh. <laughs> like, what, why, why would that matter to me, first of all? Yeah, he's on Thank Dallas. You, he's on Dallas, not Houston. Come he on, just, Sam. I know it's a big state. just wanted a few extra minutes. All right. We are at our last matchup for the first round. We got four. Wait, guys. What, what was eliminated? Let oh, me know. Centennial IPA. I had a feeling that was Centennial. Did you? That one was strong. Honestly, the one that we passed through. I thought was Centennial as well. Like, I, I like hey. that's what was going through my head. But then it's like, as soon as I took that last sip of the one, I was like, I think this is Centennial. All right, that's so we good. got four verse water. five. Four verse five. Again, another, like, amberish color compared to a, a light see-through, right? So I'm going to start with number four here, see what I got. I can already tell you I like what I like four. by the smell. Yeah? Yep. I can John. tell you four is money. Four is very good. I like four a lot. I have not sipped five yet. Oh. Man, those I are... I can tell you number four right now. Can Yeah, I, I would I would say four as well. Can we send both of those on and take like three, seven, or eight out? <laughs> you like both, both of them a lot? Both of those, yeah, I thought they were super comparable. Man. I, I, Give I me think, four. I think five is, is, is good and shouldn't be eliminated, but I'm going to go four. As I'm, well, I'm I'm leaning five. Maybe you guys got your uh, jars uh, mislabeled, but I think five smells and tastes better. Ooh, actually, now that you say that, it's the bandana. I'm going five. Let's go. Oh no. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I'm honestly okay with either of these going we gotta, through. We gotta leave. It I up think to we gotta chance. spin it. Let's spin it. Can we eliminate seven? All right. What do we say? <laughs> Heads is is the lower number, tails is the higher I, number, right? I hate that number. Yeah. <laughs> no. Or opposite? All right, let me write it down before I forget. I think heads was the higher number. Heads. Let's just do just higher. Yeah. Heads four, tails five. Tails. Five. No. Heads is the higher number. Oh my gosh. Tails is the lower number. Like higher higher rank or higher in value. What do you say? Head, tails or higher. heads? Or do you say heads or tails? I wrote it down, heads higher, tails lower. So that's what we're doing. All right. Sorry. I think more of like timeline left I think right. I think I think I did it that way because that's the way my head did it with the first right, time. Man. It's a number can we scale. Have, Spin that beat. Can we have Jerome Bettis make this call real quick? <laughs> Do you know Jerome Bettis Classic. played in for, or was from Detroit? Yes. Yeah, all right. Heads. <laughs> heads wins. So that is the higher number. Five. Number five. Number five. Let's, yeah. Let's go. Underdog story. Let's yeah. go. Wait, what? I'm all right with that. I, I thought they were both excellent. I had it in my head differently. You wanted you thought four one. Oh yeah, I did. Micah is no, bummed. 
Wait, wait, hold on a second. No, Micah, I thought I Micah thought knew what I thought this beer like was when I. Oh, I know what it is. Which you one? know what it is. You know what four is? Yep. It's too hard. Is that off the smell? Yep. Oh. I think you might be right. Let's see. I don't think I've ever sniffed a can I'm going to say double too hearted. Double. <coughs> Bell's too hearted. Wow. Go you were right. I, that is also, I, look, I agree. Very good beer. I could have gone either way. I thought four was very good. Oh, boy. I am so sorry, Bell. So four, four <laughs> moved on, right? Uh, wow. Three no, moved on. Five. Five moved on, right? Dude, or, sorry, five, five moved on. on. Let's five go. moved on. Yes. Five is a player, man. Three yeah. moved on. Seven moved on. If I could put a bet on and my bets, it'd be number on. five. <laughs> All right. So now we got eight versus five. Hold on. Ooh. What? Do you have state of my PA in here somewhere? I do not. Because we got to brew that with the hops here in the next couple weeks. <laughs> so okay. All right. I got I to gotta get a date from Ben. We're going to brew it. Might even can it. It's in the works. What? It's in the works. Get out. We should can it. Get out. I agree. I right. will work nights to can it. <laughs> All right. So we got eight versus five now. You guys ready I'm up for this? anyways. I might as well just can it. You do understand I hate five already. Uh, oh, you little, don't, you don't van, hate five. Vendetta. There. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have my mind made up. I'm going eight. I like eight. Oh, eight is familiar. It tastes really good right now. I'm going th- five, man. I think it depends what order you drink them, too. But I'm picking five again. Five is clean. I like it. It is clean. It's it is smooth. clean. It's a nice, it's smooth, smooth IPA for sure. But I, I like the flavor of eight right now better. Oh, my gosh. Give me eight. All right. Okay. Flip we got coin. All right. Oh so we got gosh. heads higher. Tails lower. And they're called heads. <laughs> Wait, heads higher? That's what I wrote down. That's what we're doing. <laughs> it Go worked, it worked for it you stuff. last time. Tails never fails. Tails never fails. I don't, I don't think that's that. in the camera if you're trying to get it in the camera. Oh, just showing you showing, guys. Oh, you're showing me. Who won? Heads. Freaking heads won, so that's oh. higher. So number eight moves on to the championship round. I am interested Kyle, in number five. Kyle, here. we need you, Kyle. Yeah, no right. kidding. I'm still going to drink the rest of this number five. <laughs> Seven and three. Five. What do we think five is? I don't know. Wait, it's good is what it is. I, Man, I don't know. Arvon? I'm not sure we've ever done this one. Oh, well, that's not fair because I, like I didn't start drinking IPAs. It so almost I got seems here. like. Is it Atwater? Um, maybe it is. But I was thinking like, like Ludington or Big Lake or something like that. So it is my kiss from Black Rocks. Ooh. Well, okay. We need to do an episode of Black Rocks. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. You guys man. really like that five? Yeah, that I, was good. No, I do. I like it a lot. I'm going to finish it. Do it. I got another can up there. Take it home with you. Oh, I will. <laughs> All right. So now we got three and seven. Three and seven. Eight. I can't believe eight is made it onto the next The underdog story. The underdog is rolling. All right. So we got seven and three. Cleanse the palate. Oh, yeah, I had to for sure. Get the water. I probably should. Do you do it between each each beer? I have been, yeah. I'm almost out of water, though. Two distinct smells. Cool, okay? cool water. Seriously. They, they... I don't remember three at all. 
I would say they're very similar, honestly. For the IPA, three. I'm going three. Three. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. I'm going to go three. Done. John, what would you have done? Not that it matters. Clean, yeah, clean sweep. Clean three. sweep. All right, yeah. so seven. What do we think seven is? Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> How did seven make it here? <laughs> oh, man. It beat two. It beat two. What was two? I think they were both kind of the same. Same, same, but different. Yeah, what the heck was two? I don't know. I still got <sighs> some over here. Let's see. This was number two. two. Dude, taste testing is tough. I have a newfound respect for all right? taste aren't, testers out there. I think when it comes to alcohol, aren't you just supposed to like taste it and then uh, not consume it? Like So two was Huma, Huma Lupalicious from, from Schwartz Brewing. And I don't know so how lost. seven beat that. Well, you guys. Point. It was you guys. I voted two. <laughs> was it really? Yeah. Yeah, that was our first coin flip. Ooh, man. I'm feeling it. It's a lot of different profiles we just put down. Yeah, it is. Short. It might call in sick tomorrow. Tough. All right, what, do you guys have any guess on, on seven? I know it would have no. made the, the show a little longer, but we should have just taken like four breaks. And like, you know, yeah. <laughs> spread this out. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Oh, we went from drinking uh, uh, straight bourbon to <laughs> no, shots <laughs> of IPAs. <laughs> no, seriously. Is it a school night? Uh, is school going Feels yet? like it. I don't know. I don't All right. know. You guys want to know what seven was? I'd love to call in tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so, pa- or, uh, Perrin. Yeah. <laughs> Is Perrin for real? Oh, my I just gosh. Said, I guessed it. I just said Perrin. <laughs> <laughs> Perrin. It is Perrin. I don't know what you said, but I just guessed it. It is 5910 from Perrin Brewing Company. It makes me want to go, whoa. <laughs> you don't like it? <laughs> no, it's good. It's just so many flavors, man. All right. Does everybody have their pen ready? Yeah. Shout out to Eric. Perrin. Their pen. Have your pen ready. I need you to write down the one that you think will win, or that that's going to win eight versus three championships. So it's we're not. So on three, we're going to lift it up the score. Okay. Wait, what? No, you got to write down on on a piece of paper what which one is your favorite, eight or three. That's our championship matchup here. Backwards. It's eight backwards. and three. Okay. Three. So you need to write three. down which or score or which one you want to win, three. and we'll hold it up when we're when we are all ready. What do you sound good? You want me to rip yeah. a piece of paper off? No, it, it can be on the big piece of paper. I, I want to you to rip it. You, well, you drink. I just don't want. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't make it obvious. Hey, what do you mean? Hold one, on. One, two. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. It looks like something. I gotta something. make a decision. Still. Do we? Do we gotta sip these first? Yeah. Does this I look like know. something? Oh, I thought you said just write a number down. <laughs> sip them. Told me to write, write a number down. I didn't write a number, guys. I was just drawing. Snowman. Oh, man, I wish I had some of three left so I could figure this out. <laughs> I, got, I got enough. I can, spend, I can, I can spare you Can I get some. a little bit of that? Yeah, I see all of your glasses are empty. That's because he doesn't <laughs> like three. He's yeah. going to go with eight. What are you doing, Sam? Well, he lives all right. nearby. All right. So. I will say eight is a good beer. I'm going to pick it. I'm, I'm picking eight. Oh. Eight Wait, is no, 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 definitely no. a good don't, beer. Don't say it yet. Oh, I'm not picking anything. Because we're going to do it on three, so we're not like... Whoa! We're not manipulating. You can't just say no, the like, number. No, like saying one. Bro, come I'm on. just kidding. <laughs> I don't know which one I want. We're gonna do it on two. 
Number five still wins. Bah. Bah. On account of three. <laughs> I don't know which one I want to do yet. Two. I've all right. It out. For Hold the, on. All right, Hold on. On three, we're, we're lifting our scores. Ready? You ready? Ryan you ready, Ryan? wrote his number and is taking time <laughs> drinking. All right, ready? Yep. On three. One, two, three. All right, I did three. You eight. did eight. What? Oh, eight. I did eight. Did eight. I did eight. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what'd you do? All right. So Ryan did three. All right, Mike Micah did eight. John, what'd you do? Eight. Eight. So eight is the winner. All right. I wish Kyle was here to do clapping and a drum roll or something like that. But no, I right. iPad's right next to your empty glasses. So I just can't reach it. I'm going to spill something. If, Over I, all if I had glasses. anything to spill. I guess not I don't have spill. anything to spill. You're going to spill that glass of Founders water all. you got there. All right. Do you guys want – all right. So can you guys – you guys want to throw out a guess of what you think three is? Nope. So three – or eight was our winner, right? Eight was our winner? Correct. All right. I think three is uh, – what's the place from uh, Grand Haven? Outside? Outside. It's, for, it's an outside beer. Okay. You're wrong, but mm. that's fine. All right. <laughs> now I give you guys a clue. <laughs> no clue. Is three um, is three Arvon? No. It's so not, it's not I, like I'm actually triple. surprised that, that this made it this far. Because I'm generally not a fan of their IPAs. But mm. Mitten Brewing. Country really? strong. Seriously. Yeah. I'm telling you guys. Good so stuff. That one for you. All right, number eight. What do you guys think? You don't it like is? their beer, dude. No, mid, I like. I don't like their IPAs. I, I, what you like their ales? It's the pizza. Like oh the yeah, pizza. I do <laughs> like their pizza. <laughs> IP, I honestly can't remember I, which IP, one this is. IP and A are in pizza. You know. I, I, I all right. So, so I've, we've read all of them, and I still don't know which one it is. <coughs> Let's do it. I want to know, man. Drum roll. Number Ooh. eight. Go ahead and click that button there. There you go. You're going to find it. One of them. And there you go. And the winner <laughs> of <laughs> Dude. the first ever Super State of My Sports IPA taste, test. IPA taste testing. I'm shocked by this one. Uh-oh. Rapid IPA from Brewery Vivant. Get out. Right? What? Do we have like All claps right. or no? Yeah, we do. I am shocked that Brewery Vermont won this. It's good. Because they're, they, I mean, but they've also kind of switched their, their, they've gone from very traditional. Hardcore Belgian. Yes. Like that's all they want to do is just Belgian, Belgian, Belgian. And they've kind of opened yep. the door to um, the IPAs. They have the, their. Like, yeah, they have their signatures from the Belgian side, right? So th- it's not like they're losing their identity, no, but they can branch no. out a little bit here and there. Correct. And Carrie, Carrie thinks she gets a vote with three. I don't, I don't know why she's not <laughs> taste testing with us. <laughs> no, but I, I agree with her. But hey, anyway, number three, <laughs> country strong. I think we know why. Anyways, uh, did you guys did you guys enjoy that or no? Was it fun? Oh yeah, yeah. Is there a, a is there a way we can improve on that, or, or did you like there the way that so we There's so many ways we can prove, improve. Oh no, yeah, that so would be a lie. We we, we do, do great things. On we do podcast. straight hazies and juicies next. Is that what we want to do? Ooh. Four hazies, four juicies. Like so, the all in one bracket. So you're going juicy versus hazy. Are, oh, aren't a yeah. lot of hazies juicy? I I don't know, man. I have no clue. 
<laughs> no, I, I could have like sworn. Right now, I have no idea. <laughs> it was different. <laughs> right now, I don't care. <laughs> I ain't care. We're all don't happy. Care. I ain't care. Happy, happy, happy. Happy guy. I'm just a happy guy. What? Happy Doug guy. Dynasty? <laughs> Uncle Sai? Si. Some of the happy, best. Happy, happy, Videos? Yeah, some oh of the my best gosh. videos. Andrew started showing me those happy guy ones with the dog just like going the like, dogs dude, are like The dogs are so Like funny. the random like giraffes or like no goats idea. or something. Yeah, I don't know, whatever I they are. I have no idea what's I'm going on. But it's just so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. If, is that a TikTok thing? It's got to be. It's got to be because I hate it, but it, oh. is it funny? Yeah, it's brilliant. But What were you yeah. going to say, Micah? You liked four a lot. I feel bad for four. I feel Which one was that? Truly awful. Too hard. Too hard. This is my favorite beer. He knew Maybe right not. away. Maybe he did. He knew. He did know. But <laughs> anyways, that was that was a good time. You guys have a good time with that? You awesome. second, second time you've asked us that. That was episode one seventeen. We did a lot of stuff. We talked a lot of good sports. We drank a lot of good beer. We drank some great bourbon. Number one, baby. That was fun. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for watching live. Thank you guys for recording. We'll talk to you next You've week. Been listening to State Peace. of My Sports. From the Red Wings to the Lions to the Tigers to the Pistons to Michigan and Michigan State and yeah. everything in between, we're talking about it. And don't forget the beer. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. In the meantime, hook up with us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch at State of My Sports with an M-I. We'll see you next time.